Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We back from, from Summer League, man. Back from Vegas, at least for a couple days. And then we're going out to Texas. So there will not be a show this Saturday. But starting next Tuesday, we are back on the normal schedule until Pierre goes on vacation. And then we three-man weaving it. And then everybody will be back again. Because you don't have vacation, right? He just Hell got back no. from vacation. And I definitely don't got no vacation. So My shit's still like a month away, though. Oh, okay. Oh. Just like that. We home, baby. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling amazing. It feel good to be back home. I ain't been home in two weeks. And then you leave right back out? Yeah. Man. Been a long, long road trip. I'm feeling good. It's always good coming back to the to Chicago. It ain't nothing like home, honestly. No, it's not. It's like you miss. It. I have never been away from home for so long that now I'm just like, fuck, I miss mm-hmm. being in my own. My bed. favorite thing is when you're like, we're landing, and they're saying like, if you're from Chicago and Chicago's home, welcome home. Mm-hmm. But if you're just here visiting, then like, you know, enjoy your little stay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I think. uh Vegas was was good for for us. Um, it was good for me. I don't know how anybody else felt. I, I enjoyed myself at the games and whatnot. I'm excited to go mess with our RDC homies. But yeah, overall, it was cool. Some things could have been better. Um, learned some things. I think next year or the next times we go will be ten times better. Um, but yeah, uh, but I do. I definitely think as through the wire, we we've taken a step. Um, out of being modest, I think I think we've gone a lot of places. We had a lot of access, and we never pushed to pushed see how far we could take it. And I think this trip, we was like, "Fuck it, what could these passes take us? We finna find out. We on the flow. We ain't we ain't go too far where we right. got. We seen some we reached the limit, and then yeah, yeah, we 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 pushed it. But I think that's the first time we. Because the last time we did all that at All-Star, GD was pushing it. It yeah. wasn't a through-the-wire push thing. This time it was like, fuck it, we out here, somebody say some shit. And then we saw some shit happen, and we was like, all right, we ain't going to push it that far. <laughs> but, you know, And I think that's that's important for the next times that we do stuff, um, which was good. I'm going to try to be more proactive in meeting people next time. Like, Shams was real life saying what's up to everybody. And he was standing next to me for, what, 20 minutes? It wouldn't have been nothing to be like, what's up, Shams? My name is Kenny, and I work for blah, blah, blah. Nice to meet you. And just leave it at that. Yeah. You'll be hearing my name soon type shit. <laughs> um, but we didn't. Wolds was there. You know, so many just NBA people. I think we have to do better at networking. You know, just talking to them. Because people that I we already knew, we was. I, I met a lot of motherfuckers. I, 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 I had y'all with me, like my no ceilings people. But you already knew those people. I mean, like people that you didn't really oh, know, okay. like you've had conversations that's with. Like bigger profile that's people that we never would be around. Because I don't know who is who. And then there's some people that's so big, it's just kind of like, I ain't going to lie. It's just like, the fuck am I supposed to say to Rob Palenka? <laughs> <laughs> you want that job, don't you? I do. And he was right in front of us. But it's like, I don't know what the conversation he had with these people. Right. And I don't want to stand else was right out. In front? Masai was right in front of us Masai, for a little bit. Sean Marks I kept running into. And what you is, don't know like how they are like personality-wise. Like, are they open to ha- just having a conversation with somebody they don't but know? We did now, I don't mean sitting down with them for 20 minutes, no, but just yeah. an introduction type shit. Yeah. Definitely. Def, I, I, I definitely You agree. might kick it off with somebody that, that is Masai. You never, you never really no, know. You, you don't know. Never you don't know. know. Um, but yeah, and I know how it is to be Somewhere doing some shit. And, and people write, coming, yeah. And they take, instead of having the, the quick conversation, they extend it. I don't want to be that for them. For sure. Um, and it's hard to pick up because I know we run into people and we don't ever be making it known like, I'm trying to dip. We're going to sit there and talk as much as we can. And, you know, but um, 
I, I, I met a lot of players, I would say. I fucked with a lot of players. I think that's the best part. You can build a relationship with a, with a youthful player at Summer League. For sure, 1,000%. Because, number one, it's a lot of their first times. Number two, because of the credential, it's hard to tell who is who. Unless you want to sit up there and hold it and read it. Who's right. really doing that? But everybody got these necklaces on. Everybody got these, you know, lanyards. They don't know who is who. And I, I kept noticing that when I would say what up to the to the players. And um, I think that if that's if you have an up-and-coming show or if you want to have guys where it's very guest-heavy, not that our show is, I think that's the move. You know what I mean? Because a lot of them just they're kicking it. You know what I mean? Um, but it was dope. It was dope. But I definitely agree with you. But I... I'm trying to. I'm. Tr- I'm more trying to kick it with motherfucking LeBron. N- no, <laughs> <laughs> but somebody like like he was saying, like, Masai versus a Shams. I think it, for sure. I what? think that's really good because like you even see like Crispy Haynes. Like all players love going and just talking to him when they have stuff they want to break. <laughs> like it's something the way about the way you said it. Right? <laughs> Crispy, Crispy, <laughs> Crispy is what I heard. Chris Haynes. I, I think I just said his Twitter handle. Yeah, <laughs> you said it so fast. <laughs> I thought he said crispy at first. Just sound like a, a sound nugget like a restaurant. Cereal box is crazy. Uh, what was our best moments from summer league? Talking about the basketball portion, uh, what was fun for y'all? Because um, you know, we got done with the NBA finals. We had some off season stuff, but this is our first time being live in a basketball environment in a very long time as a group, as a collective, at least. Um, I would just say just being able to be on the floor and have players just constantly just walking by you. Damian Lillard just walked right past me. It was you do, and I know I didn't say anything, but it was like that was the first time I've ever been that close to him. And it was like, damn. But you think it'd be your last time? You think it'd be your last time? No. Can I have a question? I have, can I what? ask you a question? What's the point of somebody being close to you? and You don't do shit. I don't just know. It's just kind of like your man. best player, your favorite player, just walked right past you. Like you've never been in that. You would never know if you would be in that situation. Especially in this type of business. So in this job, you never thought that that would be No, it's just like I'm happy to be in this position to where I was able to experience that. I feel what you're saying because even first day, I, I think I... didn't say shit is what I want to know. Because I, I felt like it was just going to be awkward. And like his girl was in between us. Like I didn't want to be like, hey, and reach across this girl or nothing like that. So like... Well, I imagine you, he did though. though. <laughs> like if I wanted to dap him up, be like, hey, me dang. And you, me and you was right next to each other. Yeah. I said something to him. He turned around. He said what up, and he walked away. I just didn't, I don't know. I froze up. I see what you're saying, though. I'm just, the, like, I'm just, I just want you to be ready for the next time. That's all. The first day we were there, I think I said to Mike, like, damn, this is like our job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we we didn't actively have, like, a, a podcast to do or something like that. But, like, we're here because of our work. And that shit is a surreal mo- moment, especially, like, in day number two when we finally get down to the floor. And day number two was was busting. We had yeah. hella people walking through. DeMar DeRozan, Damian Lillard, I think, was day number three. But, like, just so many great players coming through. And, like, damn, we're getting paid to do this job. It's just a surreal moment. So I know what you're saying. Um, I've definitely had my froze up moments too. I don't think I had any in summer league this year, but like where I've been in the same room with some people, I'm like, damn, do I say anything? Do I, you know what I'm saying? So where you was at? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can think of something off the top of my head, but it happens, right? Especially if I'm alone, it's a lot harder. Like if I'm with y'all, it's a little bit easier Wait, to say what up sure. to somebody. But if I'm alone and I'm just in the venue by myself, it's like, oh, do I say something? Do I just chill? Uh, but when you with the homies, that that's my beer muscles when I'm with the homies. Mm. I don't think I had my froze up moment. The closest froze up moment I've had is when Shaq was telling me to come on stage and I mm. looked around. Yeah. Like, it took him three times mm-hmm. 
for, for me to go up there. But the first I don't even time, blame you. It was like 200 people there. Yeah, you ain't know if he was looking like, straight at around, you. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. It, I, I, I think just, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Yeah. You got to break that. Like, I, w- I was proud of you. Oh, some weird shit. When you were like, um, when you were up there, you didn't just settle for T-Mac. You were like, AI, can I get a pick? Can you sign right, this and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just get up there and do what you're supposed to do. In this case, meet up with Tracy McGrady or talk to Shaq. And then you don't even think about what's next. Yeah. And he thought about what's next. And it's like, Allen Iverson is right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let me take advantage of this. You might not ever get this opportunity again. So, Hey, that's a big fact. Um, my favorite part, man, I, I, I talked about it on Twitter. We 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 are. I don't want to say always, but this is a part of our job. These interactions of being around people and players or whatever—it's not the first time it's happened. Won't be the last. It's literally our job. It definitely can always get surreal the more and more it happen. <clears throat> but dog, the DeMar DeRozan interaction—yeah, <laughs> that was dope—was crazy. He gained a lifelong fan, bro. From 10 seconds, 10 to 15 seconds. And it, it makes me... Welcome to being a Bulls fan, by the way. Want, <laughs> it makes me want to be be able to tell more players. Like, if I was an agent, that that would be what I'd tell my players. And you, you got to understand, I'm already a DeMar DeRozan guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My Twitter will tell you how, how highly I think of DeMar DeRozan before even last year. But now it's like, and I don't give a fuck if DeMar... Go into this season and lose every skill he has. He averaged four <laughs> points. I'm riding for DeMar DeRozan because it's one thing to say what up, but for them to reciprocate the energy is all, when they don't have to is always mm-hmm. dope. And he was probably the most, I don't want to say the most interactive because some of the younger guys, they they was cool yeah. with stopping. But for him to be who he is, you know what I mean? He, we, I said what up. He stopped, reached his hand out, said what up back. Say it up to everybody, acknowledged everybody, um, asked us how we was doing, told us he appreciated the love. And then when I told him we were Chicagoans, he was like, hey, that's what's up. Appreciate <laughs> y'all. You know what I mean? Like that that type of shit go a long way. And we grown-ass men here at work. But I I would imagine if he would do that for grown-ass, I can only imagine what he would do for a kid. Right. And yeah. those little 10 seconds can change a kid entire, you know, fucking life. So mm-hmm. to see that was definitely refreshing. Um, and dope for me. I, I I like that a lot. When um somebody who don't have to do some shit mm-hmm. stop and do some shit because you know he busy. Yeah, yeah. He could have he could have pulled Alonzo not today. Yeah, you know what yeah. I, I love the people that you can get a really good vibe from, even if it's like five words out their mouth mm-hmm. or ten seconds, twenty seconds of talk. It's just it's infectious. But um, I would go with. I'm a, bro, the Lakers are crazy with the, what the fuck happened with Summer League with their ass. What happened in Summer League? Russell LeBron Brown. James and Russell Westbrook? Oh. <laughs> uh, what's crazy about that, though? They teammates, they support they, they team. They set so it's far just because it's, it's, it's such a drama show. That's why. It wasn't drama for them. It was y'all on Twitter making it a drama. Yeah. It's funny. That, that is another thing. While but it was there, yeah. nobody was like nobody talking gave a about fuck. that yeah. point that out. Nobody yeah. talking about it, but that shit was definitely obvious, though. That's why I will say it's a huge difference. From being at shit and being mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize any of that until the night, until we left and went back to the, throughout the night yeah. and you checking your phone and they're like, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James sat 
across the court from each other. But while <laughs> that we were TMZ ass headline, right? But while we were there, and then it's like a few days later, they're like Kyrie sits in the same spot LeBron did. <laughs> but it also could be like maybe just wasn't no seats. Was it seats even next to LeBron? Like I have no think, idea. You think they couldn't get a different seat if they wanted to? Well, Russ was sitting on the bench. He sat on the edge of the bench. LeBron yeah. was just sitting. He like, was sitting with his. Yeah, he walk, sitting, like, LeBron walked in with like four or five people, and they all sat together. Mm-hmm. Also, so. it was that thing with um. When Russell Westbrook was trying to pump up the Lakers bench, yeah. and people were trying to take that like, oh, he want to stay here so bad, he trying too hard. Like, yep. bro, he's on the team. He's a, these are maybe some of his teammates. The, the Lakers got like nine people on the like roster. Rob Palenka, Woes, and Shams, and like they all they standing next to each talking other, each talking to each other. <laughs> what are they talking about? And we were there. That was my pitch. That was your picture. <laughs> but my picture stopped being used because somebody had a video, Ooh, which was way better. That is way better. And it had a different angle where you can see them all clearly. I think in my picture, Rob Palenka was kind of blocking Masai. Or Sean Marks because he's yeah. tall as shit. But they, yeah, 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 he's tall as hell. But, yeah, I think one of them was kind of blocking Masai. Somebody had a video from the opposite way we were sitting where you could see all four of them, mm-hmm. Masai, Sean, Rob, and Woj. And I'm like, fuck, I should have stood up and got a video. You know, you kind of – well, at least I kind of forget how big these players are. You know, me being 5'7", like when they walking past, I'm like, ain't no way a human should be that big, bro. But it's crazy that Patrick Williams picture, he, the angle, it doesn't look like he's significantly taller. Shit. What? I don't know what you saw. I it was too like, broke belly wait, button. Was it, it like. was it meant to? He looks small in both of them. He's small. Yeah, bro, I know he is. I look small in both of them. look at the Photoshop versions, bro. Oh, you probably looked at the oh. Did you look at the Photoshop version? Bro, Maybe. shout out to my boy PMA Buck. <laughs> he <laughs> thought them bitches was real. Bro, some people legitimately thought they were real, though. I, Not I even looking at the, the rest of the pictures. No, I didn't. But he did an amazing job, though. If you didn't know me <laughs> or anything and you saw those pictures, you would have thought that I was legitimately 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, I feel the same way you feel, except opposite. Like he ain't that he ain't that tall. No, no, no. Yeah. I you know I feel the same. Even I'm not even that tall, but I feel you though, because I feel like there's players that do stand out. Like, damn, he that big. But it's also like he's six six. You know what I'm talking Bro, about? Facts. I I don't know if you was there. You had maybe left. I did leave a few days. But uh, Darius Baisley came. Oh back. no, I was there. I was there for base. Like what up, D Bays? He came to my hand when he when we went in for the dab. I'm like, this nigga supposed to be six nine. <laughs> I really am in six five in this motherfucker there. Right, some well, some, some of the highest guy they wrong, it was like bro. he didn't seem that yeah. t- as tall as he is on the court. I mm. was like, what the hell? I'm really tall in this bitch. But like when he on the court, it looked like he dwarfed other guards, and it was like the guards are my size. So and like. then it was another guard. Um, it was a guard, Kobe Ross, Kobe Ross from Pepperdine. Um. I believe he played for Pepperdine, if I'm not mistaken. He was uh, he was with the Blazers. They came out and watched mm-hmm. some of a game. And I'm like, I, I can post his ass up. <laughs> like, he really, he's smaller than me. Like, yeah. damn, I could, I could. So, yeah, man, that, that that's always. Another good moment was uh, I, the Bulls had to be down damn near 30 or 40, but Dalen Terry tried to do that. He pumped up the bench. Yeah. Got loud with the bench and they, they did they not least, respond. They didn't. They played at least better than they did in the first. They went on like a little six zero run. Oh, I'm, but talking was, the bench. <laughs> I'm talking about the bench. Oh, the bench oh, didn't oh, do anything. Yeah, yeah, when he yeah, told them, I thought they you know, started. They started cheering though. And he got like he's gonna choke the hell out of all of them <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, do y'all want to roster spot or not, motherfucker? He said, "Talk to me." That yeah. was the only gambling I did all of Vegas. Me and Pia made a hundred dollar bet on that game, and I lost, obviously. 
Tough. In like the first quarter. First quarter. It was it was over very early on. Um, it was some people on that roster that should not have been on that roster. I, I do from not. Your team? From your team. Uh, I do not believe bro ass should be hooping out there. Um, but my favorite moment as far as basketball goes, the Kings Magic game was the best game I've ever for been sure. to. And that's counting regular season, postseason yeah. games I've been to. That game was insane. Mm-hmm. To get the, um, what is his name, Quaida three-pointer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yeah. that right. Mm-hmm. And then the steal, then the step-back three from Murray. Yeah. And, and then now we got Paolo in overtime. And he's people are saying he not. That's, this is another Twitter thing, by the way. Um, we were there. We watched this game. Not one moment in my mind that I think that Paolo was afraid of the moment. But if you go on to Twitter, it was like, oh, he that's kept passing insane, up the shots. Bro. When in reality, they was throwing this double team at him. Yeah. And then he got the game winning assist. Like, what the fuck else do you want? It was sudden death. Um, but that game was insane. Because mm-hmm. we see, we saw a lot of the times in these games where we got these fake-ass comebacks, you like yes. to say. Mm-hmm. 9-0 run from the opposing team. And they were down by 15. And now they're using all the timeouts. Now they fouling. And this looked like it was going to be a fake-ass comeback. And then they scored six points in six seconds. And you're like, oh, snap, this is a real deal. But they couldn't seal it up in double overtime. I wanted them to win. I wanted the Kings to win oh, that yeah. game. I, I definitely wanted them to win. It just seemed like th- it was like, fuck, they made this 20-point comeback and then they lose. They lost them, man. Yeah. But that yeah. was the best game. I was pushing for the magic. <laughs> I, I didn't really a care who things. won. It was just a good-ass game. Right. That was a game where I was like, I, you can't take too much of Summer League, but it's definitely some guy. I, I'm always really, really looking at second-year guys and seeing the gap that they have. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed that R.J. Hampton was turning the ball oh over. Oh, my that, God. He was press. fucking dreadful, bro. You know what I mean? Like, to, to, to seal the game. Yes, bro. I, I think, bro, I, I might have said it. I don't know if he was sitting next to me. I'm like. And I don't even think R.J. Hampton is a second-year player. He's I a said R.J. Hampton can his ass clamp right now, bro. Like, yeah. I don't even know who's guarding him. And then when he was getting past his defenders, there was, like, no secondary playmaking. It was like, we got, I got to score. He was playing my career, and bro, you have guaranteed money this year. Let these other. I'm not saying don't hoop, obviously. No, if you're gonna do that shit, you better. Hoop. You better hoop, you right? Better you better hoop, hoop your you ass off. Third year, like and there, there are people there that in their second year that obviously look a level above, but they were actually hooping. Yeah. And RJ was trying to hoop, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't doing bro, anything. That was, and I'm not even a numbers guy. I'm just looking at how you moving around the court because shots gonna fall, shots not gonna fall. Right. But like not being able to handle a summer league press and to win the game. It's it's tough because you play a guard mm-hmm. position where on a team where the guard position is loaded with Cole Anthony, Markel, Jalen Suggs. Well, he, he shut down for the rest of summer league now, so, mm-hmm. so you know. not to worry about him anymore. Yeah, the second year, talking about that second year, Josh Christopher looked good as hell in mm-hmm. summer league. He looked good as hell in his rookie year. Yeah. I was supposed to he make did a video too, and that's, about him. And that's seven the thing about ago. summer league because I agree, you, you got to take it with that grain of salt. But for a player like him, like you supposed to stand out. Mm-hmm. Like he literally, nobody was really fucking with him on the court. Yeah, you know he was gonna miss shots, was, but yeah, nobody was stopping him from getting to the rim. He was he was taking hella shots too. They have so many the people that is like, let me go get a bucket on their yep. team. Yeah, and I, I think they might have too many people like that. And not enough people that's going to set up the others. That's why I was glad to see last night Deshaun Nix have the game he had because he's, he's out of all of the guards they have, he's under the more traditional point guard role because I feel like Kevin Porter Jr. is going to try, they're going to experiment that, but he's he should be score-first mindset. Jalen Green is going to be score-first mindset. Tarisen ain't making no plays for nobody. You don't even want him to do. You want him to go to the room with a head full of steam. Jabari Smith and Shingoon are obviously, you know, Front court players, so yeah, Deshaun Nix or Deshaun Nix. Um, ho- hopefully, he can get some some rotation in minutes. Tata looked really well. He looked really. He good. looked like a guy who may be able to do do a little bit of both. Um, 
Kobe Whiteish, but I think he could be a little bit more of a point guard than Kobe White. But that's gonna lead me into my question. I want us all to pick one player and not have the same player who we feel like do not belong in summer league. Like we watching, it don't even gotta. Again, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't look at my shit as point totals because certain players do certain different things. But when you watch them, you like. You don't need to be out here. Some players did need to be out there. As good as Josh Christopher was, he mm. did need some point guard reps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, R.J. Hampton, he obviously going his third year, he did need some point uh, guard yeah, reps. Yeah, the way he was hooping, he needs to be there. But <laughs> who is somebody that was like, yeah, he good? For Jericho Sims. I don't think his ad need to be there. Mm. Just how he was dominating the game. He just I he mean, was dominating bro. the Bulls specifically. Yeah. The first bro. two games, the other two games of him, he was cool, but he wasn't down. It was specifically against Marco Simpson. Like he getting post touches. He just doing the regular shit. He doing game. Yeah, I well, think his teammates shouldn't have been there. He not even. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to start off. With, I knew somebody's going. Quinn Grimes was just working on his handles out there. Bro. They had people on sharp. Twitter asking who would win the 2022 Summer League Knicks. Or the 96 Bulls. <laughs> That's, they end up losing that game it. later, yeah. though. Um, but Quinn Grimes legitimately is just like a level above everybody that he was going against. Shooting over people, getting to the basket, throwing behind-the-back passes to the guy you said, Jericho Sims. He um he looks – I don't want to say this because it's probably an exaggeration because it is summer league, and, you know, you have players say that look it. amazing. Um, he looked like the – you know how Desmond Bain was good in his first year and then he got to summer league and his ass looked elite and then he had that elite level season? Yeah. I'm not saying Q Grimes is going to do that, but damn, I was watching that saying like, bro, the Knicks might have their like an- another guy on their team that's like that. We do. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm I, co-signing what you said. Motherfuckers have to remember or don't, they may, can't remember if you do. Quentin Grimes was that guy. The only thing that happened was that it didn't work at Kansas and he had to transfer to Houston. But going into college and in his childhood, if you type in Quentin Grimes, he was a fucking protege, like coming up in the ranks. So this is why sometimes it's good. It's those late picks. Sometimes just go for that motherfucker who all his life he's been that dude. He's been that nigga. He might have had a down season in college or he went to a college coach on a system that ain't going to let him really mm. be his. And you just go. Just like the Mavericks with Jaden Hardy. I cannot believe Jaden Hardy fell the second round because just off who the fuck he's been all his life, I'm taking him with a late first round pick. I'm taking him. Yeah. I'm taking him. The motherfucker was just before the G League was a top three lock. Him, Chet Paolo. He had a struggle and start to the G League, but then picked it up. And now all of a sudden he dropped that far. Maybe drop into the 20s, it'd be like, okay, fair enough. But drop to the second round, I couldn't believe it. And when he did what he did with the Mavericks, when we walked into the gym, it was no fucking surprise. Motherfucker's been a bucket his entire life. His entire life. And now all of a sudden, he's a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Seven months after he was projected to be a top three, arguably could have been number one going into the year. Mm-hmm. Hell no, you don't let that fall to the second round. I'm happy he... I'm not happy, but I feel like for him, that could be something that's like that extra motivator. Like, damn, y'all really slept on me that hard. I'm finna come out and hoop. Like, I don't even know if it's gonna be the extra motivator. I feel like people are just gonna look at it like, damn, why the fuck he get drafted right there? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I, I'm not so much the motivator, but I, I, I always, for players, prefer to them to go to the best situation versus the highest pick. So I think the Maverick situation is gonna be super good for him. Because I think he's going to have a role immediately, being mm-hmm. able to play off Luka. And then hopefully he can become a part of the unit and the second unit where he can do his uh, his shit with the ball. I but, think, yeah, I could definitely see that because Brunson just now went to the Knicks. So now they need more guard play. So I could definitely see that. Yeah, I made that 
fake ass tweet a little while ago after Jalen Brunson went to the Knicks. It was a picture of Jaden Hardy, and it was like, um, uh, it's a little bit earlier than a lot of people expected, but it's time for you to step up. And he look, he's looked really good so far in summer league. I think yesterday he didn't look amazing. Um, but at least at game one in that Bulls game, the Bulls end up coming back. He was elite. He was elite. Yeah. What about you, Dare? Who is somebody that didn't that you don't think should have been out there? Uh, Moses Moody looked like a guy who just came from a deep playoff run, mm. and he was quick. He was everything would look very smooth with him. He scored what 35, 34 points. Yeah, he was killer. He was his his and shoulders above everybody else. You know what's funny about that that roster though? I, either tonight or tomorrow, whichever that game they play next, they're running all of them. Yeah. I thought Moses Moody was done because the second game he didn't play. He's him, um, Kaminga, and Wiseman are all hooping. It and then they like don't they have Mac McClung. Too. So that that's the game you got to watch. I don't know who they're going yeah. against. But with them guys out there hooping, it's going to be you fun. You got to put them two together. I think Kaminga and Moses Moody didn't need to play. Yeah. It's good that they are, but I don't think they needed to. It looks like the Warriors are going for all the rings. <laughs> right. They want Summer League and NBA rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um. You know what, James? Jonathan Kaminga in the first game was wasn't on shit because I, I think thought, we were talking. No, no, I think Kaminga could have been been playing in the summer league. Well, like he is, but like I don't think he should have been off for there. In game number two, he looked really good, even though he missed a, a million free throws. That was a game that we left a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Um, but in game number one, he went to halftime like zero points or something like that. Yeah, we like, like he, he bogus as hell. And then in was, game number two, he showed his ass. Yeah, it looked like he was just struggling in times where it's like, come on, bro. You going against people in the summer league right now, mm-hmm. coming off a championship. So I think we can make a whole team of people that didn't that shouldn't have been there. Like um, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy's another guy because you know Josh Giddy's become a polarizing NBA player in just year two of his NBA career. By the way, you got the people that think he's really good. You got the people that legitimately think that he is ass. What? Um, because if you look at like he can't score at the basket, he oh. can't make a jump shot, he doesn't play defense, he's not very athletic. But I think his playmaking in itself just make him not ass. Honestly, I thought why he should be playing is because of his offensive struggles. Yeah, yeah. Getting that confidence up and learning how to get to the rim and do but all But even that with that shit. said, he seemed like he was above everybody else sure. too. So it's like a little middle ground. If, if we being real, nobody is too good to be in summer league. It's just an expression. Yeah. But the people that take things too fucking literal, like the, my tweet I had. Did Josh Giddy shit? Yeah, I don't feel like he should be in summer league because people keep pointing out oh, he shot below forty percent. I'm not. He's not a volume score. He's a volume score on a summer league roster because they don't have shit else but like real rookies. But he shot. Yeah, he was shooting crazy amount of shot. Like one game, I think he shot like fifteen, sixteen times or something. He may do that in the regular season, but that's like Shay's role. It's rare, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's going to be Chet's role now, and Trey Mann's a scorer. He's really going to be out there to facilitate. And, yeah, he does need to have the Lonzo shit where you get to that basket, you finish. But he he put a motherfucker on a poster. He did. So that's all you want to see. But I don't I don't really – some some of the roles that guys play in summer league won't be the role that they play on their actual team, which is why you take everything with a grain of salt. Literally. Kaminga was running point guard. For the Warriors. <laughs> the first play of the game, he's the one who threw it to Wiseman for the lob. He's not going to be playing point guard for the Warriors next year. It's going to be Draymond Green and Steph Curry. So, you know, Only one of them can play point guard, dude. It's is taken with a grain of salt. Uh, the guy, <laughs> for me, it's going to sound crazy. Paulo Bencaro didn't need to be. <laughs> Paulo did. No, he that, did because we fucking went. I would have been mad if we I didn't get to see him. Yeah, for sure, but and people are arriving today and mad that he shut down. Like, that's not a surprise. This yeah. happens every year. We literally planned our shit. It, like, as long as we're there for the first couple of days. Because we were good. supposed to be there right now instead. And we were like, no, move that shit up. We need to be there for day one. But, yeah, you know, obviously he was going to play. He's a rookie, and rookies go play in this, and I promote rookies playing. But to see him play, he he did he looked, everything. He I looked want, above I everybody. To, yes. For sure, he's yeah. the best player on the court. We kept talking about 
like how literally how tall he looks on the mm-hmm. damn court. Like he looks almost legit seven feet. Every time he posted somebody up, it, it didn't matter who he posted up. That shit was going to be a mismatch, and they needed to go send help over his way. Yeah, I think he did a little bit of everything. He made some threes. He showed off the jab series, posts, turnaround mm-hmm. posts, pushed the ball in transition, made plays. Um, I think defensively he was very solid. He, yeah, I, he was way better than I expected. Yeah. Um, he did a good job on Keegan Murray at the start of the game, but then Keegan eventually started to pick it up. He had some clutch steals and blocks in yeah. that, that game as well. Game-saving game block. Um, yeah, he's oh, way yeah. better defensively. He's way better defensively. And he was able to uh, adjust. He looked, he looked, they, they were helping kind of like at the free throw line at the nail. Mm-hmm. When he kept turning it over in a crunch, and then he ended up making the game. And that's why uh, KB was talking about, like, if you were there – there's no way you felt like he was afraid of the moment. It felt like he's just making the right play. Yeah. And it was a lot of learning curves. Yeah, he turned the ball over a lot sometimes late in that game, but it, he was he was. I feel like I watched so many turnovers yeah. in summer league, bro. Oh, well, summer league. It it's was like just the, fucking back and yeah. forth. It's the bro. worst form of basketball. you there for the individual players, not for good basketball. Bro, when you watch the and Lakers that's why I think play, Josh Giddy is unfair. Mm-hmm. Because Josh Giddy, his playmaking is so crazy, but like in summer league where there's really no defensive concept that's too ingrained because they only have the little quick camps, mm-hmm. there's no real offensive system. When you have a floor general like that, he's going to pick it apart. <laughs> they don't know their rotations. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's so much. These guys just met. Some of these guys just got drafted, and some of these guys just got picked up from overseas. G League, these guys don't know each other unless, unless – it is the Thunder where you have Trey Mann, Giddy, and Pokoshevsky. They know each other. But a lot of these other teams are just put together and like mm. that. So that's why that Knicks shit was too. so that's why the Knicks had too many fucking players for right, the shit. Yeah, if you have people that's on your roster. Even once he already, already had fucking Quentin Grimes, that make Miles McBride damn near the but you Miles know McBride the, ain't gotta do shit but just <laughs> coast and be cool and I guarantee you dropping fifteen to six. I looked at what the requirements are. You right. can only have four real roster players. Oh, which and, sucks. And I think the Knicks had had out four. They had Q, yeah. Jericho, Miles, and who who am I missing? Maybe they only had three. No. Trevor Keels is on our team. Trevor Keels, okay. But I don't know if that included like incoming rookies. Yeah, either way, either way. Um that's what I looked at. Cause I was like, man, what if somebody wanted to real life win that ring? Yeah. Because it's rings this year and they just put out like a real ass roster. Um Well, contractually, the four Knicks is those players. Right. Trevor Keels, two way, Jericho Sims. Two way, or he might have got upgraded to the roster since we cut uh Taji, Taj, and then Grimes. And that boy Miles keep a job, Taj Gibson. Boy, he got picked up immediately by the Wiz. Um, another guy that seemed like he was too good to be out there, uh, Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy's. Mm-hmm. I, I had to go just look at the stats. He's averaging uh, twenty seven points per game in summer league so far. He had the thirty piece last night, and then if we doing math, you can you can probably figure out what the first game was twenty three um, twenty five, I believe. And and that's without him shooting the ball crazy from three. You know, that's coming in, and we like, he's going to be a knockdown three-point shooter. He's creating for himself outside of that now, which is a little bit scary for the league because the Pelicans are already a deep team, already a really good team. And now if he going into year number two looking like that. That's another one in my back crazy. pocket. Go ahead, show out so I can pull up them tweets. <laughs> Trey Murphy, I got him ready. Got him, got him ready. But, yeah, didn't, especially for them because uh, Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell got hurt. So Yeah. Um, good that they still have somebody. How, how unlucky is that? That both of your picks from this year's draft get injured in the first two games of summer league. Who is the least impressive? Now we don't put a crazy amount of stock into summer league. Obviously, yeah, we ain't trying to shit on nobody. Probably Jabari Smith. You think so? He had a good game yesterday. He did. Yeah. The game yesterday was really good. But the game against Paolo was very underwhelming. What was the other game we watched? Was it against Keegan, or was it against? 
Chet. No, it was against Chet, right? Against Chet, yeah. Yeah, very underwhelming performances from him. But see, that's, I think but, that, that's the part that's tricky for Jabari because and what's going to hurt him, and luckily he went three, but if it was, it was going to really hurt him if he went one because a lot of people are going to expect him to be something that he not because of how high he went. When in reality, Jabari, because of how young he is, you're this youthful with this much potential superstar sibling is always there. Mm-hmm. But there's also a world where Jabari is a really good complementary player mm-hmm. to a really, really, really superstar number one because he's going to be 6'10", who can shoot, play without the basketball, and then defend. So right now, he's going to have these games because he can't create for himself. We already talked about how the Rockets guards, they don't have, you know, they have a lot of score-first type guys. And if he's not being able to get the ball or be fed the ball in the right situations, he's going to have games where he struggles because yeah. when he tried to create, it ain't really the best situation. We've like seen, we seen them handles. We've seen them handles. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I try to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I, sure. I get what you get what you mean, but I knew it, some of those games was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I also know that he's also going to be Better. liable for a game where he can hit seven threes. No, yeah. Like I mean, that shit. was one takeaway is that his shot looks good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. He's got size to get it off, and I like when he was posting up and he could kind of raise up and shoot. Um, P said he mentioned eventually he could start, you know, backing people down, trying to get close to the rim with his size and stuff like that. But I think it's really he, his game's going to come to him. It's just I feel like the way he played, the way he just shoots the ball now, it's hard to, like, impose yourself, yeah. you know, unless you're literally just jacking them shots in your hot. Yeah, I'm curious to see how the Rockets will be because they don't really have a playmaker, so – I'm very interested to see if somebody is going to try to take that playmaking role. Yeah, you got to just hope that Jalen Green, because of how dynamic he can be, that he starts to round his game out early. Yeah, uh, We see a lot of that with shooting guards where the first couple of years, they gunners, and then they start to realize. You the, can't fucking more, win like that. The more It's hard as hell to win as a gunner. <laughs> the more my teammates are used as weapons, the more easy it is for me versus me just trying to go out here and gun. And nobody respect my teammates. But if you have to pay attention to him in the corner, him in the corner, and him on the lob, then I can fuck this dude up one on one. Because no, but no, no basketball player is thinking about the guy guarding him. They're thinking about the help and who's behind. Because everybody can be anybody one on one on any given play. But if you know this motherfucker got tunnel vision, oh, why even help on Jabari? <laughs> slap this ball at your motherfucking hand as soon as you make that spin move. And yeah, you're gonna look crazy. So, hopefully, hopefully, him and Kevin Porter Jr. can take those steps in the right direction. I will say though, defensively, Jabari was solid. It's very good. He was very good. He was in the passing lanes, getting blocks, switching. You saw what you saw in college and in summer league for him yeah. defensively. He was, did a really good job against Chet in that game. Yeah. Um, my guy is disappointing. Is just because when he, um, I don't even want to call it fell in the draft because I don't even remember what he was projected. Ayo Dasumu was drafted right before a guy named Sharif Cooper. Um, and I remember Bulls fans, super mad. We need Sharif. We wanted Sharif. And uh, he was a two-way player. And in the G League, he was lighting it up. So a lot of Hawks fans want to see him go to Summer League and showcase why you deserve a real roster spot. And he hasn't been on ship. 0 for 8 last night. Yeah, he hasn't been on ship. Um, he's not even really getting the PT that you really want him to. He's getting like less than 20 minutes per game is what I just looked up. Um, and you would want him to get more than that considering back in the G, he was that guy. And you used a second-round pick on him last season. It's not like the people above him are, like, guaranteed roster spots, and maybe he is, but he hasn't even showed that he deserves to get more than about 20 minutes per. So, disappointing. That was a very good pick. 
Because I, I Nick, Nick, think about Nick fans were feeling the same way. A lot of teams, a lot of people were pushing the, and I root for everybody, but a lot of people was pushing the Sharif Cooper shit to a certain point, and it was like, bro, like Sharif is good. He had a mm. good year, but relax. <laughs> Motherfuckers was acting like a, a college player of the year. Rook, uh, freshman mm-hmm. fail, yeah. like he was good, but like nah, that's, yeah, that's I think he was one of my guys that I said I, I, I liked him a lot. And it's just literally because he can make some nice plays and shit like that. It's not like his ass was dominating the gym. Do you have anybody that was disappointing to you? I'm, uh, y'all mentioned some good guys. Nothing really comes off the top of my head. I got one, mm-hmm. Johnny Davis. Um, oh yeah, uh, and not, again, it's just summer league, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see the Johnny Davis I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out over the next few days. Um, and I take it with a grain of salt because the Washington Wizards don't have the best G League team. Uh, he out there with like Isaiah Todd, who still has to grow himself or whatnot. So Isaiah know, Todd, like their best player too. Yeah, I lo- in the I game love, that I saw of him at least. I love Isaiah Todd, um, but he. But my point was he wasn't like a rotation player, right? So, um, and Johnny Davis ain't do nothing crazy. He just wasn't making shots. So. But yeah, I, I was expecting him to have a a, a jump out game. Killian Hayes too. Oh my God, Killian Hayes! Hayes they ain't... shut him down. Like yeah, let us ask who? Didn't he play one game? Yeah, he played the first game and it has not suited up since. And they said they wanted him to dominate. He didn't yeah. dominate that one. He game. didn't really stand out. So, <laughs> yeah. He didn't look like he was going into you know what's this year three? three. Yeah, year three as a former lottery high lottery pick. Jay Ivy. Dog that game He had 26 and 6 And then in game number 2 Jay Nivey had 11 points In what 5 minutes Or something like that Before he got hurt Yeah before he yeah. got hurt Speaking of hurt We had Shaden Sharp Go down too yeah, um, was Which probably, was disappointing Matter of fact That's my most disappointing one And it's not him It's the situation Yeah, yeah. Um, We were there We didn't even know He got hurt Right just, Well we did We saw him walk off And then I think Pierre Was like he went to the locker room Yeah um, cause I'm, I'm like where did he go I know he got subbed out <laughs> yeah. Why he ain't on the bench And then I'm steady refreshing Twitter and we ain't seeing shit. And then we literally left. Once they, had, they we left. When he didn't get back in that, that first quarter or something, we was like, you know what, let's go back to the hotel. And the meme. I don't know what we did. Yeah. <laughs> disappear. Um, was there any guys that caught your eye that weren't like drafted or anything like that? Because you already know mm-hmm. who I'm about to say. Who? Mac McClung was one guy for me. Ke- his name Keon Ellis, right? He was on my sleeper. Oh, Keon, Keon Ellis was, Keon was, Keon was Ellis wrong, was bro. Dogging, bro. So, was yeah. that the Ki- Kings, right? Yeah. You played the Kings? That's yeah. why you got to watch my videos, man. My own homies don't watch my videos. How do we watch your videos? <laughs> then you, how you ain't know about Keon Ellis? He was on my sleeper. I ain't watched. I'm behind. Oh, he missed that one. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> Where did he come? What college did he go to? The best college in the world, Alabama. If I was mm. a five-star prospect, I would sign to Alabama. I wouldn't even take no other visits. Bro, we had a full conversation about Keon Ellis during the um the Pacers Kings game when we got there late. Like, bro, as I was joking, said he reminded me of uh, Marcel with a jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he played for Nate Oates. Yeah, he looked he looked really solid. He like a guy that might guarantee Who else a spot. Played for Nate Oates? Um, Colin Sexton. Who else played for Nate Oates? Uh Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Dapped up Herb Jones. Herb Jones. That's one of the few people I saw in my past. I gotta say something to Herb. What up, what up, Herb? He looked like he he thought he might should know who I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, he didn't. He's like, that's, what up? That's the be- that that is my favorite part. That's why I use nicknames. I don't I don't say what a fan would say. What imagine Herbert Herbert love your game Herbert. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is they bro? Look at you, they're like, what the fuck? And you know what I honestly do believe? Some motherfuckers know. Oh, for sure. Like they just don't make it a, a known that they know. But somebody was supposed to be on our show. 
Oh, he knew. And we kept seeing. And I think Derek said what up to him. And I just got the vibe that he knew. And I wasn't yeah. there that day. And then yeah. the next day I came, he walked up to me and said what up. Yeah. So, like, he knew. You know what I'm saying? Or he could have known. I've interviewed him before. I don't know if it was from that or just us as a collective. No, was, I don't know. he said it was good seeing you again. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and I wanted to say something to him about it. <laughs> Bro, not, what the fuck? Did <laughs> not, not on that level. But like, man, what up, OG? We supposed to have you, man. But he, every time I was seeing him, it was either in passing or he was having a conversation. And I ain't want to. I'm not I think that's the I, I think that's the coming. coolest part about everything. Like in my mind, whenever I interview somebody, I want them to remember who Kenny Beecham is, mm-hmm. even if it's just like lightly. Like, oh, do I recognize that dude? That's like my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's how I know if I let left the uh, lasting impression. And a lot of it recently was over Zoom, so it's a lot harder to do. True. But like yeah. when Rudy Gobert followed me on Twitter, I didn't, like I didn't tweet at him. Yo, what up, bro? I just interviewed. Like he just followed me back that mm-hmm. time. That meant a lot to me. Like I did something that he enjoyed enough to follow. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I feel you on that. I, I be trying to just like Basley. I'm pretty sure Darius Basley was like, "What the fuck? I know him." He definitely he definitely <laughs> yeah. gave you that look, yeah. bro. I'm telling you, bro. You can tell those looks, bro. You can definitely tell those looks. That's probably killing him still right now. Cause like, somebody was it Basley? Some you said what up to somebody and they low key stopped for a second. Was that him? Uh, it was, yeah, it was definitely Darius Basley. Cause he stopped. He turned around. He, he dapped you up. Yeah, <laughs> and then he kept walking after that. Like, he yeah. was going to stop and have a conversation with you. Like He, he like, did like, that. Um, Tari Eason did that. Mm-hmm. And then I knew I got DeMar when I said Comp 10 instead of DeMar. Yeah, yeah. Got to call him a fuck by his nickname. And Luke Kennard when we saw him in the mall. Mm-hmm. Luke, what up, boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, what up, bro? <laughs> he, was like, wa- he was just walking yeah. around like a normal person. Like a normal motherfucker. <laughs> so was Siakam. I didn't even realize that. Siakam, Siakam. bro, Siakam damn near pissed me off. Because he had this little bitty ass hat on. Trying to hide. <laughs> like think, he not six yeah, nine. I think he thought he was hiding from somebody. Like, bro, you are not hiding. We just like saw him in passing like a few times in the Caesars. He was just walking around. <laughs> He's one dude that did not make me feel like, damn, I'm tall. He mm-hmm. made me feel little. I'm yeah. like, whoa. He looked like seven foot. For, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I'm sorry, I think, who else did we see? Bro, it's never going to be... It's never gonna. I'm never gonna get used unless I get a front office job. But as long as we doing media, it's never gonna be not crazy when we like sitting down in a row and Rob Palinka sit right in front of us. Yeah, that motherfucker run a whole Lakers organization off the damn phone. That shit is so weird. Masai was sitting next to us. I don't. Um, his name Bobby. Bobby what? What is the guy's name? Who? He's the GM. Like you know, president of basketball operations. That's Masai. Then the GM is. Is it Bobby Wag- Billy Wag? No, he's. I think he's Asian. Oh, I don't know. Him, I'm gonna look it up. All right, now I gotta look it Remember up. When, he, we got on, when we got on the plane, he was like Mark Eversley was here. Yep, Mark yep. Eversley was sitting on the plane he with us. He did a good job disguising because I didn't. See he him. Yeah, definitely I did not was disguised see him at all. because he had his hat low, um, and it was an NBA hat. And I'm like, this motherfucker look familiar. And I walk past. I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, going to my. That's fucking Mark Eversley. And then a few hours later, you see him in a meeting with Zach Levine signing the signing max contract. contract. Yeah, everybody was signing their contract in Vegas. I love that. Yeah, yeah, you might as well because that's where yeah. everybody gonna be. Yeah, but yeah, the G, the players is one thing because the players is Bobby like Bobby Webster. Bobby Webster, he was with Masai. He was. He had three phones, bro. He legitimately had three phones. Phones, one for the free agents, one for the because <laughs> he he was um he was on the phone, and I'm oh, like okay. that phone looked big as hell. And then you know like so we were behind them, and like he had his phone, and I was seeing his wallpaper. I'm like, is he fake? Like he on the phone right now? And then I was being nosy as hell. Um, once he got off the phone, he like pulled it down. And you saw another phone, so he put it on his lap, and then he pulled out another phone, bro. 
Like this motherfucker got Crazy. three phones right now. He's probably a work phone, a family phone, you know, like personal phone, and then like I don't. What was the third? The plug? Like what? What the fuck do you need a third phone for? Trap phone. Might have a phone for players. Might have a phone for front office work, and then maybe family phone. Yeah, because yeah, I can imagine juggling three phones. Yeah, you know what's also super cool about those type of things? It's just the amount of people that Rob Palinka knew. If that makes sense. Like again, we were he was sitting a few uh, rows ahead of us, but he was like dapping up everybody. Yeah, like he knew not that they knew him because everybody would know who Rob Palinka is, um, but he knew them, which I think is really special, especially when you were that high of a position. Like a lot of the media people, some of them are just like writers, and some of the people might be like equipment people, whatever. He was like dapping up everybody. How you been? You know what I'm saying? And he was talking to one of the people who had their son. And they were talking about like he had a hoodie on. That's when he's in front of us. Right, right he's yeah. in front of us. He had the Laker hoodie on and it had the uh Kobe patch. And he was asking, son, do you know who this is? And the, the guy the kid said Kobe. I thought mm-hmm. that was a really cute moment. Yeah. But I was being nosy as hell this whole time. The whole like when Same. Shams was sitting next to me, he was having a conversation with some guy. I was all in their business, bro. I was all in their business. That's why I like it because they don't even be trying to hide it. Like, it was a really behind us that was talking about a very sticky situation that's currently going on in the NBA that I'm not gonna say nothing about. And I could report some shit right now if I wanted to. I could too. I could. But it's like we ain't them type of people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's just like when you're in a meet they that's why they have media sections. Because if they said it over there, that shit would be out right now. Somebody oh, probably yeah. would tweet it. But mm-hmm. we stand up dudes, we ain't here trying to break no, you know, tell nobody business. Because then we shit. just lose right. yeah. credibility. Make you look like yeah. a fucking fan. Nobody <laughs> wants to hang out with you, you know what I'm saying? Um but yeah, I can imagine breaking like a stuff. big trade. I still want to do that one day. I've wanted to do that one day. You like, said you want to do that? I want to do that one day. Yeah, for one sure. One of the dudes I finally got to meet was uh, an agent. I, um, and I, it was good seeing bro out there. That's the shit I like when I- That one show phone. Come across <laughs> somebody on Twitter and get to meet him in person. Right. And I, I kind of I kind of can see myself doing I want to be something involved. I just don't want to be a coach. But I would love to have a GM. I'm a front office job because I know you can't jump right into GM. But like some somewhere around those lines, or be an agent. How y'all feel about like the Richard Jefferson being a referee? I didn't even watch that game. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch it, but I feel like it would be very interesting to see former players be referees. I don't but think it the, will be though. But not the ones. It's not that the make, Harlem Globetrotters. This is NBA basketball. I yeah, agree. I'd rather just have the trained professionals do it, even though they ass. But like Richard, Je- I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. But I would assume that Richard Jefferson was even worse than the average. Yeah, he, he had some missed calls. He had, you know, when they shoot a three, you're supposed to put the three up. He didn't do that one time, and then he did the second time. It, to me, For entertainment no. factor, sure. If Was he mic'd up? I, I don't know. I don't know. Because that's the only reason I have it. It like, was too much of a big deal. His reasoning on doing it, I appreciate and I loved, but I think it got too, made too much of a deal. What was out his of reason? It. I didn't even He was it. just saying that as a broadcaster, he want to, you know. Experience it? Know as much as he can. Oh, and yeah. going out there as a referee yeah. would only help him learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. But, yeah, it, it to me it made too much noise. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, it's too much of a big name to be doing such a small job where you don't really pay attention to it as much. A lot of, like, a small job, it is a big job. But, like, it just referees, You know what that shit reminds me of? What? Off that damn show, uh, was it 60 Days In, when they're, they're like, the COs, COs come up there, like, I want to do the 60 Days In so I could be a better CEO oh. type shit. 
It's yeah, just like, kinda. does that really, like, is that except, really coming out? Except he ain't disguised. If they it, all know he's yeah. Jefferson. <laughs> but if it was for like entertainment where he was mic'd up and talking about, oh, this is hard, this is harder than I expect. Like that would be fun for Summer League. But if that should happen in the regular season game, that fuck out of here. Ass, it bro. would be bad. People be shitting on the rest. The rest be going through a lot of like training it's, it's and a lot of a shit. Referee, they do a bro. lot of film study and all they like. We talking one tenth of a second reaction to whether or not something is an offensive foul or mm-hmm. a blocking foul. That's yeah. just hard. Yeah. And they don't get it right 100% of the time because they're not robots. But like, for the most part, they do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're graded. That they wouldn't have a job if they were bad. Mm-hmm. Now they do change up the fucking momentum a lot. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm no, saying they're very far from have, perfect. But for the most part, I'd be willing to let players play rather than call the whistle. Because I, I always been like, man, but, but you're not. A, but that that goes to the point. You're not a referee. No, nah, I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking about like as the game, as a, as watching the game. I'd rather them have a more of a, a loose whistle than a tight whistle. As a as a viewer, as a viewer, of as a viewer not as a, if I'm we, refing a I game. I think all viewers say that because we're mm-hmm. not the ones refing. They, I don't think they're doing it to stop the momentum. They would probably love it if they didn't have to call shit. No, <laughs> yeah, because if they called every, but they, they called to, every foul, the game would be and ten you also hours. Got niggas nagging at them, coaches nagging at them. Mm-hmm. They they and then part of that also too is because. It always feels one sided if it fucking the Bulls shot two free throws and Kenny's like, man, the Bulls getting cheated or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wasn't the case that Is that night. a tweet I'll throw out there? Nah. Yeah. But I just. Depending on the sex, I would tweet I that. never see you talk about the refs. Nah, actually, really yeah. I'm, way. I'm, I hate the ref conversation. Yeah, I'm more pro ref than anti ref. I ain't even planning on bringing up the Retro Jefferson shit because I just didn't care enough. I, to me, it's irrelevant. But I, I hate the ref conversations. I hate the ref conversations because anybody can use it. We it's saw the most. Famous ref of all time at Summer League. Yes, we did. Kept seeing his Hall of too. Famer. Kept seeing him. I wanted to say something to him. Yeah, I did too. I you, to you, you fucked up the Bulls' chance in 06 type shit. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. You know? Um, Summer, Summer League was great, though. Summer League was great. and But I'm happy, to, happy as hell we're home for the little amount of days that we're home, bro. Do y'all want y'all gifts now that I brought y'all from Punta Cana? Oh, sure. Oh, I was yeah, wondering yeah. what that bag was. Yeah. I was thinking, like, he making this set look junky as hell. It like no. a garbage bag. I brought y'all gifts. <laughs> okay, hell I, yeah. i show y'all I was thinking about y'all. Thank I got you. everybody something different. On some Frank okay. Ocean shit. Yeah. So the first one, I'm going to go pee. Mm, I got you a Punta Cana baseball. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's dope, bro. Ooh. <laughs> That's fire. Kentrell was kind of hard. Which is the, this is the he always Republic. is. Yeah. You know what's crazy <laughs> about this? <laughs> My mom went to the Dominican Republic years ago, and she brought me a baseball. It's not wasn't like this. Oh, Kentrell was the hardest. What do you um, get a man that already got everything? You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I went with a t-shirt. <laughs> that's what my dad say every Christmas. You might it might be too big. They ain't have your size. It's the thought that count. What what the motherfucker say? I'm gonna let him read it. Um, hold my mic. Yep. To my mouth. This is what I sound like. Got a tank. <laughs> Cold weather sucks. I'd rather be in Putacana. <laughs> Dominican Republic. There you go. <laughs> and he gave hey, me this nice because he know I've been working out. So I, I just showed his guns. That's a nice workout off. shirt. Hell yeah. It's a nice workout shirt. very interesting. Y'all had to guess what I got, Mike. Something he could smoke um, out of. Something no. he could smoke out of. An like, ashtray. It's actually the opposite. It's something to drink. It's something to drink. It was oh. one of the other. It was one of the other. It's one of their, like. Yo, we going to get into Vegas stories, stories and stuff. Mike bought the first ever. Oh, that shit look crazy. I Bro, my mom literally had this in a fucking house. <laughs> it's called Mama Wanna. What the that shit like that? fuck you up. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Wait, what happened? What, what it's called say? Mama Wanna. It's like one of their 
top drinks over there in the Dominican Republic. We went on like a tour guide. Bro, and he was what talking is about in it. this? It's like uh, it's a liquor. I don't know what it is. I, I never look, doesn't it look like it's a bunch of stuff yeah, inside like, of it, it? It is some sort of. I like was gonna read sticks. the ingredients, but it's, it's in really? Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up in um, English online. But Damn, bro, that shit's actually dope as hell, though. Yeah. I want to see you take a shot. Not a sh- I don't know if a shot is a, is what you need to take, but I would love to hear your review about this yeah, once you drink it. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike brought the first Crown Royal can. Oh yeah, I didn't even. Oh, that yeah. shit was crazy, bro. It was a can of Crown Royal mixed with Coca Cola and one purple. Thank can. you, by the way, Derek. I thought you he got up. a purple grape crush. It's yeah, a purple flirt. I would have got purple oh. flirt if they had it. Purple flirt. That was a drink flirt. I've always wanted Futurama? to try. Uh, purple flirt. Uh, no, it's what is Jimmy flirt? Neutron. Jimmy it was Neutron? yeah, it was Jimmy Neutron. What did Futurama have? Didn't they have a, a they famous had, uh, drink? Sli- oh yeah, didn't Slurp. they had a beard? Didn't they have a beard? That no, it's not the beard. It's the what's the one? Slurm, slurm. Oh, it was that one was episode, right? That uh, what'd you say? My guy used to drink. Uh, Derek was talking about the beer, but it was just a regular beer. Oh, it was oh. that fucking what's his name used to drink? Uh, my mind going blank. Shout out to the, D. Mills, the best character, not the main character from what show. Futurama. Bender? Oh, Bender. Bender. What does he drink? You just you just, just drink regular beers. Oh, uh, yeah. Take them from in, out of his chest. And... <laughs> he was a Bender. <laughs> um, thank you, Derek. You're welcome. A part of that drink is that he said that um, it can help you. Uh, it's it can help you please your woman late at night. Is one of That's the things. every liquor. That's what he need. <laughs> That's what they say in every liquor. <laughs> he said if you want to make her really happy, you need some mama wanna. I thought it was the opposite. Like isn't it like a thing that like people get drunk and then they can't perform? Some I feel like that's for people who have alcohol problems. Mm. It's like levels to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I think that about wine. Um Hennessy. I don't drink Hennessy. I used to. But a homie's always talking about Hennessy shit. I haven't drunk Hennessy in years though. Hennessy is not a drink that I just drink. It's just so nasty to me. Personally, but what about you, Mike? The one thing I would say though, so that Mike, I mean, Derek is our food connoisseur, you're our drink connoisseur. That's what I'm before thinking. you go. Name me a liquor that you drink and be like, mm, 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 post some more. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Besides wine, they can't dude, have it like that because that's how everybody yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah, all yeah, the time. It's going crazy. <laughs> that's why I told myself, that's why motherfuckers' favorite saying when they got a drink, this tastes, tastes like juice. Yeah, <laughs> third day, I say. No more daiquiris for you. Because it's just like, it's just so good that you don't even taste it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I wasn't even getting drunk, but it was just like, I just don't even want liquor in my system. Because then next time I work out, it's going to be like, ugh. Let's talk about Summer League stories. Because even though we, we were there for, I, I think that Four shit nights. felt like an eternity, I'm be honest with you. That's why I left early, because it, it, it felt feel so long. fucking long. Um, but we were together for 90% of it, mm-hmm. so oh, a lot sure. of shit happened. I, I thought the, the night at the restaurant was pretty fun, bro. It was, especially oh, yeah. after y'all left, too. Oh, oh yeah. You too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all should stay a little bit longer. It was funny as hell. Yeah. I was so fun, tired. Y'all. I was so fucking tired. Not that y'all were ruining it. First, bro, first of all, we got to uh, bro. Let's first, set, I'm telling, let's first set them, let them know. We go into this, this restaurant. It was in the we're back going, of a pawn shop. And we as go, soon as we, we going walk, back too. As soon as we walk in, next next time we do. Okay. As soon as we walk in, <laughs> there's a long table in front of ours, and it's the entire Dallas Mavericks team without what Luca, but Josh Green, Christian Wood, Maxi Kleber, Maxi Kleber, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Luca was there. Do- wasn't Dorian there too? 
Not I can't remember. Michael Finley. Michael Finley. Like the Mavericks was in the fucking building. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. Because I'm walking through not expecting it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is that the... Is, I'm like, is that Josh Green? Oh, is that Reggie Book? Oh, you shit. You know what I be thinking? Mate Moore sat behind us. Being a waiter at one of those high-end restaurants must pay a fucking billion dollars. Because they wait at that table. The the salary made on that fucking table is like $200 million. Or it could be frustrating knowing that and you don't get And no they don't get no tip? Yeah. Or, or it's a small tip, tip. But it's like a regular tip that I would it's get. It's like on. a $10 tip. Or they probably, I feel like for certain big orders, they probably include the gratuity. Maybe they do. I'm yeah. joking though. I don't think them. But I don't think teams go out and they not tipping. Shout out to John was out there with the fucking. John Moran gave you like a 500. He said yeah. he do that often. He said that was just like the first time it was on camera. Um, you gotta do. I I tip big for what's in my pay scale. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't have John Morant money, so I don't give John Morant tips. But I, I never. I'm never giving no fucking five dollar tip. I, no. I gave a twenty dollar tip to the man who dropped me off at my resort. Um, at, and that money over there is, is like. Bro, our money is so much over there. I gave him a $20 tip. He was like, man, thank you, brother. He, like, <laughs> dapped me up and everything. I was like, oh, shit. What is their currency over there? Uh, $1 for them is $0.54 cent to us. Oh, so you basically gave him, like, 40 bucks. Yeah. 40-ish bucks. Oh, okay. Um, but, okay, go go back to the scene. We walk in there, Dallas Mavericks, whole team there, boom. Now, Mike, boom. I just had to put let the viewers know. Mm-hmm. What was so special about that night for you? Because I'm I trying mean, to think, I don't the, think yeah, shit happened for, for us. We was just chilling. I was, I was skeptical when I first heard the name of the restaurant. Because, like, we usually be going to, like, regular type restaurants and shit like that. Like, high end, they always have, like, the fancy shit, which we don't always be with. I don't mind going to high end, but. You see what I'm saying? Though, like, like it's the sometimes cuisine. the menu just be, what it was like. Oh, beauty him and Essex. And, him and Anwar are foodies, so they going. Yeah, so it was good. And, like, so as we're getting to the table and sitting down, the waitress is telling everybody. Like, all the food is shareable and everything like that. Which most high-end restaurants are. Right, right. Are. She's like, you don't have to order, in, in, like, individually. It'll just be already cut up and everything. And the food was really good. We had some shrimp. That shrimp was A1, bro. That was the, some of the best shrimp I've I told ever had. D. I was like, D. Mills, as soon as I took it back, I was like, this is the best shrimp I ever had. <laughs> and, bro, That's I why was, you want to go back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah them Plus shrimp place had some good vibes. But no, as we I don't think the around, music was too fucking loud. It was hard to. It it, was, yeah, was, the music was, was loud. Were they even was playing loud. good music? Yeah, yeah. it was, was good playing, music. Was it was just loud. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but once the way they the, play wicked, 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 wicked. Oh. <laughs> the waitress said got the D Mills, and he's asking what D Mills want. He's like, I want a steak. She's like, okay. She was asking about like how he wanted everything, and I think she's talking about because it was another guy there. What's his name? Dylan. Dylan. He was gonna also get a steak, and like I said, everything he was got shareable. Got to be Wellington. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he, he decided to get a beef Wellington. Oh, he was okay. But yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, so you you buy, buy uh, you both guys are gonna get the steak so you can you know share whatever." He said, "No, steak is for me." No, nah, he said the steak is for me. I didn't hear it, but I was seeing what was going steak on, bro. And I think she said it like a couple times. Yeah, they went back and forth, and he kept making it. He the was steak a, is he for was me. Embarrassingly, <laughs> letting her know that he wanted, and he didn't even eat the whole fucking steak. I, I was eating off that motherfucker. Right. You should have just had to be shareable. Because like when when she was on the other side of the table, it was very hard to hear. Because like the music, you can't use that excuse. Like, when she can't, she said no, everybody no. did hear what, that though. What, I ain't go last. She said once she once I told her he couldn't hear. She walked around oh, no. and said everything else again. I appreciated her for doing that part. 
She's a good waitress. So you can't say you couldn't hear if she walked around. It was the initial part because when she was across the table, I was like, I want a steak. And then she came around. Right. Then she came around and y'all had the entire conversation (laughs) over. Yeah. So the part of not being able to hear her is irrelevant because when she came closer, you could now hear her. Just say you personally wanted that steak. I did. I very did want my own steak. You didn't want nobody to touch that motherfucker. But he ate off everybody else's shareables. The shrimp came, he ate some of that. The other part came, he ate some of that. But he wanted his own steak. Yo, it's crazy, man. <laughs> Those drinks were good, though. Was that it a hit? Was the steak even good? Yeah, the steak, the steak was, was good. decent. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't use all the sauces, though. They yeah, gave they, they gave you some weird sauces, didn't they? It was. I don't even know what they were. I didn't even use them. I didn't use shit, but the fries. You know what the fries tasted like? Remember the chips that was like fries? Ooh, the hot fries. You're not talking about hot fries. Are you talking about the oh my, the I one in the blue bag? I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of them. Oh, and I know what you're talking about. The yeah, logo I, yep. with the head yep. on. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's how they French fries taste. Oh, uh, because they had like a seat, a barbecue seasoning on them. Mm. I was like, whoa, okay. You gonna make me mad now that I don't know what the fuck that chip is called? No, I know because I I know exactly I what he's they, talking they about. Good. They good as hell. I'm finna find them. <laughs> yeah, that's some shit you find at like the fucking corner store gas station. What about you, dear? What were some of your favorite moments of Vegas? Uh, yeah, this is called Hot Fries. Andy Caps Hot Fries. Bryce and Mike chug those three drinks and then just leaving. Damn, that was your favorite. That part. shit was crazy. Too. That was your favorite part. Cause you know what I was thinking? This motherfucker gonna throw up in the Uber. Oh, yeah. I ain't never seen you not be able to hold your liquor, but you had. You, it seemed like you just chugged it all down. I was like, there's no way he was gonna be able to keep it down. He did. At least as far as I, I don't know what happened in his hotel room, but we got, got there. In, he was I cool. got in that bed. I watched like two YouTube videos and I knocked right the fuck out. Bro, somebody was throwing up above me. Like I could hear them, like yeah, throwing up really bad one morning. And I was like, damn, he bro, was a long night. Yeah, too much partying. Um, favorite moment is kind of weird because I don't know if I. It it was a fun trip because of the basketball, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like it, a lot of the other stuff was underwhelming for me. Um, whenever I go on trips, I want to like buy a new pair of sneakers. I want, you know, I want to do something um, to rem- remember the trip by. Like, oh, I got these in this place. I got the. We went to like a couple different sneaker shops, and we, I just couldn't find anything that was worth buying for me. Like, I settled on a wallet. Like, that was my big per- my purchase for the trip. I bought a new wallet. It's like that's not that's not no. And then you're Vegas. Vegas is like one of the shop capitals of the world, and they I couldn't find anything that was worth buying. I wish I would have went to that WWE member. Like graphic. I tried to look for. It. I didn't know where. I didn't know where to find it. Um, I should have, because Tyrese goes there every time he's in Vegas. Oh really? And I was talking to him, and I did. I forgot to even mention it to him or ask him where it was at. Um, but it's literally a vintage T-shirt shop that's all wrestling shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how they had that much inventory. Yeah, but they do. But the only pro- the only thing that that's bad though is hella expensive though. Mm. So you might have saw something that you like. It would been like five like, hundred. Hopefully not that much, but like a couple hundred dollars for a t-shirt. And at that point, it's like, is it worth it? Yeah, they usually sell to NBA players and other athletes that had the money to to spend yeah. on two hundred dollar t-shirts. But um, yeah, bro. I mean, my least favorite moment, bro. We're in the Uber on the way to Caesars, and this is the night y'all went to gamble, bro. My anxiety was on a million. Oh yeah, and and I I think I do a solid job most times hiding my anxiety. That time, ridiculous. Because even P was like, you cool, KB? I'm like, not really. You know what I'm saying? I'm like trying to like keep my breathing going. I'm like rocking. You know what I'm saying? It was. Yeah, I, I, 
I, I felt bad because the lights were taking so long. It was so the longest long. yeah. that was 10 minute drive ever, bro. So long. They're like three say, minutes I per light. I didn't want to say shit. I didn't want to say I wanted to say I wanted to legit get out and walk the rest of the way, bro. That's how bad it was. They're like two minutes away. Had to spend like fucking 10 minutes in the car because it's just five minute lights. And then we hopped at that Uber. I damn near. Uh, yeah, fucking you ran. Away, you <laughs> I fucking ran to the to the bathroom, bro. But it's like, and then I, I I calmed down and I got a little bit better. And then we started walking around, and I was like, "This shit ain't even worth it." I'm just gonna go back to my hotel room. I'm just gonna go back to <laughs> yeah, my hotel. That room. shit started off dry because we had to go wait for a fucking burger. That was probably <laughs> my least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, well, my least favorite part was Mike drink, chugging my beer. That's what you get for and having them those telling late. me that hey, some dude drank your. Did shit. you know that he did that? No, it was in the, when they hit the group chat later. I accused him of doing it, and he and they both were like, "No, he didn't do it." It was gaslighting you. I guess so. Because that video is crazy. You said he did that to the other lady over there. That's crazy. I'm surprised he he believed that shit. Because he's like, yeah, bro. The police came and got him and everything. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. for you to not see none of that shit is crazy. That's what I'm, that just lets you know how long he's waiting for that fucking burger. That burger, bro. <laughs> but that it burger wasn't even worth was the, the wait. No, I, I, I said it was worth the wait. Oh, you said it I was like worth it. Okay. I got, a, I got a lot of stories I could tell. But this is the thing. When it comes to Derek, <laughs> if there's any story, Michael KB could tell. I ain't saying nothing else to Derek. No more. If we are going to show and debate, cool, fine. But if Derek has lasagna in his beard, if he wears his shirt upside down, I'm not saying anything else no more. I'm not. I'm removing myself. I'm not wow. being that homie no more because I've done it. He don't appreciate it. And last time I said something to him in <laughs> Vegas, he act like I was saying something crazy. So I'm not saying anything else. And I'm just letting you know. I'm, you. What did right, you say to me? That was crazy. You don't have to say it. It just be your reactions to shit. You be acting like niggas be saying some shit crazy or trying to single you out when, you, like. But I'm I'm just not I'm not gonna say no more. I'm gonna leave it up to Mike. What did you say? I'm just about? removing myself. I think he talking about when we were in the Uber. He's like, "Be smooth, big fella. Be smooth." And then we got to the uh, dinner, and then you were not smooth. <laughs> But he be acting like I just be saying shit to him. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just, I'm, I'm just enjoying myself. Nigga never told you not to enjoy yourself. I'm just giving friendly reminders and, and, and just looking out for homies. But I'm 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 done with it. That's going to be Mike and KB if they want to bring up stories or say things. But until a motherfucker can understand that a nigga... Because that's, that's where I come from. Me and, my, me and, you know, my homie homies, best friends... That's the type of shit we do. I'm not going to let nobody look crazy or do anything that's out of the ordinary. <laughs> Just like for me. And I'm not even saying Hell this to be no. funny. Mike laugh with I'm, st- I'm thinking just about shit that happened over the course. It's, it's some real shit. You went and had breakfast by yourself, which is perfectly fine. But you went to a place to eat. So when you took an Uber there, you took an Uber back to meet us at the arena. You walk through that entire arena to find us because we were in a small gym. And by the time you did all of that moving and dealing and wheeling, your collar was fucked up and jacked up. Not <laughs> one person out of all those places you went let you know that. As soon as you came and saw your real homies, we told you, yo, your shit. And that's the type of shit you be thinking we we nitpicking. Up. Bro, your whole collar is fucked up. And not one person <laughs> in the world had enough decency to say, hey, homie. Check your collar. Yeah. A nigga ain't saying that to, to single you out or to be on your case. I'm a grown man. I don't I give a fuck about that. what you doing. But as a homie, I'm always going to say, AKB, 
you got you you stepped you in got some a fat ass booger in your nose or something. You feel me? That's just the type of person I am. But me, if I feel like a nigga thinking I'm on a case or ain't appreciative of it, I have to remove myself because I'm not gonna have nobody thinking that they are that important to me where I'm just always on their ass. Anything I say to somebody is for the betterment. Just like testing the players and all of that shit. The fans, that's why I've been saying, fuck what any fan think. I'm doing it to help my homie. We have conversations amongst yourself. this drink trying to grab my water. We 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 have <laughs> conversations amongst yourself. We say, hey, where does everybody end goal? One of the things you said was broadcasting. Okay, if you're going to broadcast or so that's some shit you want to do, there's certain things you got to be sharper on. So I'm going to test you as your homie. Because if you watch a broadcast, there is no conversation that you can predict or a topic that's going to come up. So shit, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, just to keep if, you sharp. No, nah, if, if they fucking got the Sixers playing or some shit and they like, Castiano's hit another home run, man, and it's another sad story. And they're going to be like, the football player? You said who playing? You said, hit a, home, you said hit a home run, though. So you, I said, know. you said Sixers? Yeah. Cause like he Philly. just said, nothing can. It's a Philly, mm. Philadelphia. Come okay. on, bro. Now nah, you behind. I just misunderstood. I just asked and for clarification. I, I'm the nigga that do that to everybody. I appreciated y'all helping me with the caller. But yeah, like in the Uber when you was telling me be cool, I was like, what am I being? Cool I felt like about? he was just playing with you right there. I didn't know what he. He, does, well, he was looking at us like, watch this, watch this. <laughs> it's like at a certain, he's moving. He, he said, he, I don't know what the he hell he's talking about. In a way, I started to make it a joke because of like, what did you get? What did you mm-hmm. acting all? Because mm-hmm. I feel like at dinner I was cool, except for like the little steak thing. I didn't know what I didn't but know what was going on. I didn't even say that after that. I said that prior to dinner. No. Yeah, no, I didn't know what I was to be cool about. Well, I'm not gonna speak about everything on yeah. camera, yeah. but it's just certain things you just have to be have to remember what we are and what we there to do. Yeah, just as like another example. When we go to the summer league, we had all-star and different things. We always going to have time that's leisure that we can do what the fuck we want to do. It's always a time and place for everything. But in certain situations, we are there as somebody. We're not regular people at summer league. Not saying that to flex, not saying to make us any special. We are literally certified, credentialed people in an area fully gated and secured from other people who aren't in the mix of what we're doing. So that means we must conduct and behave in a certain professional manner like everybody else. And a couple of times I tried to nudge you and remind you of that. And again, you look at me like I'm saying some crazy. We're in a thing full of all media people. We're high up. We got, we got GMs and niggas that run franchises. If a Waka Flocka song come on, you got to be able to contain yourself <laughs> and not be doing all this silly nah, shit because we're not can- at a game as fans. We are here as for work. I'm not, and then you look at me like, damn, I can't listen to the song. I can't do. It. I like the song. I know you like the song, but we at work. We can't. Be, we can't act like the people over there on the left side and of nah, us. And they dance. Can I tell the? Can I tell the part that killed me? They there as for enjoyment and out of their time. We there for work. It's way different. But you be taking it like somebody telling you something wrong, bro. I don't give a fuck what you do. But if we here as through the wire for work in a professional setting. We have to remain that way and conduct ourselves as such. That's all. But since I see I can't tell you that without you feeling an emotional way like somebody nitpicking at you, again, I'm just going to, I'm removing myself, but I don't want nobody to think it's weird. But I'm not going to be in a place 
where I'm with somebody and we around Rob Palenka and you doing a stanky leg because you can't conduct. No, I'm moving all the way down and I'm getting away from it because I I can't be a part of that, bro. And I'm being serious. Mike laughing. I'm being dead ass serious. I'm laughing at what I'm laughing at. But that's how it is. They playing. It's an arena. Y'all know arenas. I know. I know. It was the Kanye song and I was playing. No, they. I'm. It was a lot of songs. The Waka Flocka, like songs that are 15 years old that just like. Yeah, I can understand a head bob, but all yeah, of that. Yeah, the head bob, I think, is okay. But, you know, it was nah, a bit action thing, that I was just trying to point out to you. Like, hey, my bad. I did not realize. You don't have I was, to apologize, no, but I'm just, I'm just we letting just you know. We just having a conversation. Right. I didn't realize I was being too The funniest just, shit to me. I was just sitting there just enjoying the music. And when I'm in the game, sometimes I start enjoying it a little too much. That, and that's that I can respect it. But if you're homie, especially yeah. me, I ain't, I'm not. I haven't told no nobody nothing wrong. I ain't set nobody up to Can make them set me real quick. No, you ain't never set me up for failure. But so if I'm telling you something, why respond as if I am? And what the hell is he doing? Yeah, is that's serious? crazy. Welcome to the White Podcast. Where people walk off set to eat. That's crazy. Mama's got no socks on. They can't see that. No, no shoes. And on. I do. Yeah, I got no shoes on. <laughs> but that that's what I'm referring to, and that's when I say things. I was like, just enjoying the spiel. Be cool. My even fa- him, when we in the mall, this we not even at work no more. AKB, I'm oh not going my, there and get that, that Gucci shit. Up. That Mike, shit blew we in me. We public, bro. You bro, loud as hell with this, headphones on. Don't you do weren't that, there for all of it. Bro. This man Mike had his AirPods in on a billion, and the nigga would. Not, I'm sorry, and the and he will not stop yelling. We in the Uber. We get into the Talk Uber. He's yelling. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Be quiet, bro. <laughs> not no, not even be quiet. Tone it down. We in an Uber. I'm this close to him. And his music is blasting. He's like, hey, man, what you about to go buy? <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. And he and he look at us like we crazy because three times in a row we told no, him to be quiet. I know I was loud. I knew I was loud. And was. I and I was you loud. like, Derek, bro. You're like, well, I can't enjoy the music. Like, I didn't say that. But that's the problem. Right, uh, it down. This could be the last of that part, bro. We was in the media section. But this is the part that killed me. The dance was one thing, bro. It is, if you had a game, like you going to a Bulls game and they shooting the shirts, that's whatever. But we're in the media <laughs> section. They got the shirts going. Who won a shirt? This motherfucker. I did not stand up. He raising his arm. He did raise his arm. I just like, said that like this. I'm I was trying to catch a ball. Who, who else raised their hand in that section, Pete? Nobody. I wonder if they even would throw. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Everybody here is like they got the Rob Palenka <laughs> shirt. They probably would. Imagine Rob Palenka like, yoinks. They throw a ball up there. Rob just got that bitch. But yeah, no, that, that that's the type of things I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't want a shirt, but that's what I mean. Like in certain, did you see what they were throwing? It was like little balls and this, yeah. Like why? Why would you want? What, you go just and it flew over there. I was just gonna catch it. That's all. No, he was gonna be like that dude off that. Uh, you seen that dude that was going for that ball, ball and he fucking oh, fell in the seats and shit. Oh, boy. You can't say he that. had to go home, bro. I'm because sorry. He had to go home after that. You was asking for the ball. Like if they threw it to you, you just caught it. That's one. Yeah, thing. you could just poop. But you was like throw that motherfucker to me. And again, nothing wrong with that. But that's for mostly when you generate mission pay for your ticket. You just going as a fan because we all fans. Ain't nothing wrong with being a fan. But when you're at work and it's a professional setting. You gotta scan your environment and make sure you don't you're not making yourself look like you're not belonging in where you at. Because if I was the security, yeah, they would have. I would have been right I, over I, there I looking like, at you. Hold up, I got looking at that shit. tag. You acting a little too. Uh, you standing out in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what my favorite thing was. Now that I think about it, the amount of people we just met, like viewers. That was the most. 
through yeah. the it's taking all wire, all the got, pictures yeah. and stuff. We got it stopped was, so much. It was yeah. crazy. It was amazing, bro. There's some very been. awkward parts in that. Yeah. Like the one kid that hugged me and said, You smell like my dad. Oh, I did not see that. Um, Somebody bet him. I think that's when me and Pierre kept walking. He didn't say that naturally. Somebody bet him to say that shit. I don't care. Even even if that's the case, it was fucking weird. But he was a kid (laughs) kid, though. He's like maybe seven, eight years old. Like, he was a little-ass kid. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know what to say. Oh, okay. That shit, shit, yeah, that shit was always dope. And especially then, because like I said, that was probably the... Now, I'm going to say the second most. The first most is when we have events that was for it. Like, the All-Star oh, sure. Chicago event, yeah. everybody came for us. Right. Um, and then the New York event, where everybody came for us, too. I feel like those are a little different, because those we expect. That. That's what that's what yeah. I just said. Oh. Uh, Cullen Davis, <laughs> that we met, mm-hmm. I think you had left at the time, or maybe when to go sit down. That's the dude who told us to come to the 2 chains thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in there. He has credentials on everything. He think he does stuff with the Hawks, but his story of how we changed his life basically because he said he was going to school to do like PT physical therapy, but him watching us made him change his whole college course and career and life mm-hmm. to get into the media. Mm-hmm. And when you hear shit like that, that's just that's just wild because it's it's one thing for somebody to watch us. I even appreciate that. Just a mm-hmm. but when somebody say what we did, yeah, changed the course of their life. And made them go in a different direction is yeah. wild. Especially because when you think about it, and when you're around that, I don't know how old he is, but like when you're younger and you're trying to really find out what you want to do for a career, that shit is hard. Yeah, it is. That shit is hard, but I think it's it's easier when you actually know like this is the shit I want to do. Like it gives you a more of a goal to work for and everything like that. So that shit is always inspiring to hear. Yeah, when we were sitting in uh what is it, uh watching the Bulls next, some dude came and sat behind us and said the same thing. I thought it was your homie, you low key. Like yeah, y'all knew each other. Talking, the way y'all yeah. was talking, it was very. He was, he was from SB Nation. He said, oh, okay. that, um, "We pres- we like motivated him to get into sports media." Shout out to him, man. And we helped him make that decision. He said, "Ever since he's been watching us, this is what he's been." Na- and I think I don't know if that was his first event he was able to go to with his credential, but I would assume that a lot of people that was a lot of people's first event because we haven't had events basically in, while, in two yeah. years. So yeah. it probably was. Probably was. Shout out to him too. Did you catch his name by chance? No, I, I forgot. Because I, I don't remember he him. He was a different Nuggets that. fan. Yeah, I remember him being a Nuggets fan too. I remember we met Tony. He the one that came over and talked to us like when we was watching the game the first day. Like, man, it's my first time. I just... Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yep. You uh, say he covers the heat, right? Yep. Met Keandre, Hoop Intellect. Oh, fucking oh, boy. Yeah. Cool as hell. We got broke. Never mind. What? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to my boy Keandre, man. Got to meet him, his brother. Got to meet No Ceilings. Got to meet Corey. Corey put us on our first magazine, bro. Magazine cover. So to I me, still got that motherfucker. Of course, hell yeah. Got to meet Sitting him proud. Was, was dope. That's my. That's I got. My I got it dog. in one of those um, plastic. Yeah, like like comic book cover oh, type okay. shit, so it can be pristine. But yeah, once you know, dog. we signed that hundred million dollar deal. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be worth something. You won't, you can give it to Avery. She ain't gonna want that shit. She see her daddy every day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like Bronny LeBron. asking Bron yeah. for an autograph. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> um, some other moments. Damn, we were there for a long time, but I feel like there wasn't a crazy amount of moments. Mike bought a goddamn Gucci belt, right? But wearing jeans. Not wearing it. Not wearing a damn belt. See, folks. See, I got my shit with me. That motherfucker costs too much money. I'm wearing the fuck out of that <laughs> I think the fit he bought the Gucci belt in was hilarious. It definitely was. Yeah, like, it doesn't look like he would be the one buying a Gucci belt. That's, but you know what? That's, that's why a good I, lesson for them. I kind of fucked with Gucci, though, because it, it didn't matter. They, like, yeah. I've been to, ed, like, high-end fashion stores with, like, 
they've looked over me because I was in sweats. Yeah. Gucci, no matter who you were when you walked in, at least in that specific location, was like, how you doing? How can we help? You know, they treated Mike like he was wearing a Gucci suit already. You know, Hell yeah. And that's that's the best way to be because as they see, we gave them the most, probably the most business. Three of the four people Gucci here bought something. Yep. Yeah. You bought an expensive ass wallet. And I bought that big ass bag that couldn't even fit in the fucking thing. He put that bitch to use instantly. Yeah, why you ain't wearing your belt? He forgot. I just, I just didn't wear it. It's like he left that shit. You know what he said to me? And I wanted to smack the hell out of him. Let me get. Can I guess it? Mm-hmm. Is it about the belt? It's about the then belt. You gonna put another hole in it? Yes, bro. <laughs> oh no. my I, god! I got it exchanged. I like got it exchanged. You did? Yeah. When? Yesterday. You went to the one yeah, over here. I had to go over there for some okay. shit. Okay. Then there we go. I went up, back up to Oakbrook, okay. and I was up, and it was like they closed at seven too. And um, damn, we got off the plane. And you went right up there. Motherfuckers had to go up there, um, and um. I, I got there like six thirty, six forty. First of all, I had to fucking run through Oakbrook to find the motherfucker because you know they should have. They like, just switched their location. Like they should have kind of like a little maze or whatever. And I was thinking, I'm like, damn. When we shot that video, I'm like, weren't we right by the Gucci store yeah. too? But anyways, I got there and there was a security guard outside. He's like, bro, we about to close. I said, dog, I just got, I rushed here, bro. I just got to exchange this shit real quick. And he wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, the man was gonna take a, take a fucking no, knife, that, bro. No. See now your ass is goofy talking how, about that. How, how, how else you put they a hole in the fucking, fucking belt? tools, dog? It's a fucking tool. It's so like you, a ten dollar tool. So, okay, so you gonna spend? I, I, I didn't know that. I don't know. It's like a ten. When I, when I was gonna use it, yeah. Part. When we no, were younger, we no, need an extra pot. No. Just time I've ever put a hole in the belt. No, no, it's literally no, no, no. with a knife. You just start digging it. Put an actual like it'll be a damn near identical hole. I was a shorty and I had a Gucci belt that my mom bought. And when you a shorty, you so thirsty. I put a hole in that motherfucker with a knife. No, she no, never I would never do no See, fucking but, knife. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm either way, even if it was a, a dedicated tool, there was no reason to do that when well, the Gucci store this. could just exchange it for you. Yeah, it's not like it's one Gucci store in all of America. <laughs> it's motherfucker like 13 minutes yeah, away. How much did that cost? What do you mean? The, how much did the belt? And you was about to modify yeah. that motherfucker. I would have put some uh, diamonds on it too. How much did it cost? I think like five some. Yeah, five hundred dollar belt. I Don't. got some money back too when I exchanged it. That's how you know the tax is high as hell over there. That's decent. How much that's, you got? That's like four dollars. It's enough to go to to Shake Shack though. What'd you say? It's enough to go to Shake Shack. I don't no, even think not. so. It's really not. No, it's really not. Niggas going to hate me. Niggas going to be like, he wear that Gucci belt. He wear that Gucci belt. I will wear it all the time, too. That shit yes, so much. I'm yeah. wearing It's $500, of course. For the belt. That Gucci bag wasn't no $500. Nah, the Gucci, oh, Gucci bag was on some. No, I'm talking about my bag. I'm wearing my bag. Like a dream con, you probably going to always see me with my bag. I don't blame you. Yeah, I wear that shit, too. I'm wearing that bitch's carry-on luggage. buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse, hell no. I've never in my life had buyer's remorse. For anything. anything. Even if I make an impulsive decision, I'm never like. Why do no, I buy I've it? had buyer's remorse. 100%. I can't remember. I've had that shit on. I feel like I've definitely had 2K? buyer's remorse on 2K. Buying them fucking packs. Oh, well, that's oh, that's different because that's only because you missed. Yeah, like if you would have got, and that's only fifty dollars. Opal, LeBron, I you put fifty dollars in, you get bullshit back. You feel like you just literally threw fifty dollars down the drain. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. have Basically, buyer's yeah. remorse. You got to spend some some. You got to spend over a stack because it's like damn. I could have did XY fifty dollars. You was gonna spend that shit on some. That shit add up though. <laughs> some cushions, crazy. That shit add up though. That's how we probably had all them points. You know what is another highlight of the trip? What? Big chicken. Big chicken, bro. <laughs> Big chicken came in. Mike I would never have went there if it went for Mark. Mike. Put me, Mike. I literally had them on my Uber Eats. I seen a picture of them fries. I said, "No way, I'm eating that bullshit." Mm-hmm. Mike came back, hyped it up. I said, "I gotta try it now." And the fries was better than I had They were thought. definitely yeah, better. I thought mm-hmm. that was some bullshit-ass fries in the picture. We actually low-key bogus. 
for Uber and that shit. That shit was like two minute yeah, walk. Yeah, I walked over there. And you know what made it work? Because I almost didn't get my order, and I was like, I'm so fucking lazy. It was 110 degrees, so yeah. walking I that was, was kind of bullshit. I was doing shit anytime I ordered it. I was oh, trying okay. to get ready for one of the games, and then it was at night. I wanted to See, shower. I went on shit, and I was like, let's just Uber this. No, because I didn't, I had told Mike I went to Famous Days. I was, he was like, "Oh, you walked over here." I was like, "No." As we were walking, right five there, minute yeah, walk. Was, yeah, we were either. walking. He was like, "Oh, bro, it's right here." I but like, I did walk <laughs> in that shit to the CVS that was like a couple minutes after that, and I was dead when I got back. Mike so. always finds a local CVS or Walmart. He, bro, he went to CVS. I don't and mind walking Seven Eleven. I can walk in. I can, I'm a walker, bro. And I, I ain't no runner. I'm a walker. I respect that, but in 110 is a whole nother different yeah. story for me, at least. Their 110 though don't feel like our 110. Their 110. I don't even remember the last time we had 110. Yeah, but like yeah. even when it's in the hundreds here, like the humidity I, bro, I makes swear it feel God, way hotter than. I has a little bit of PTSD waking up. I'm like, is it too hot to wear this shit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, I'm not packing with that mindset no more because everywhere we walked into because it was it's cool so hot, as hell. It's cold. Yeah. We spent how much time in heat? Minutes. Literally. Versus being hours in these cool conditions. Bro, Fuck that. Summer League Arena, whatever. Um, Thomas and Mack was, was like 60 degrees, bro. I was fucking guy, freezing. Uh, Raphael Barlow, who do dress stuff, he had tweeted, I brought my hoodie this time. Y'all ain't getting me this year. And I'm like, fuck. I had yeah. already, we was already there. I wanted to go buy a hoodie for that shit, and it just didn't happen. I remember you, you went about sweatpants for your flight. And it was worth it, 100%. I slept like a fucking baby on that flight. Mm. And that's not normal for me. I'm usually waking up every 10 minutes to see the time. Nope, slept almost through the entire thing. I did that when I flew to um, Charlotte and to Punta Cana because I didn't sleep. I literally pulled an all-nighter. Mm-hmm. Like I, We had to leave to go to the airport at like 3 in the morning, so I didn't sleep. And then we wait till the flight. I get on at like 6 in the morning. When I say I fell asleep before the plane took off, I pulled a mic. See, I can't do that. It, once we got to cruising altitudes when I fell asleep, no. I need to be awake for the takeoff. I mean, I, I can't even fall asleep. It's too much bumpiness. It's so, it's, yeah. Adjusting your equilibrium, your stomach shit, is dropping. Shit going on. Yeah, around you. they closing beans. I gotta, he- I gotta hear the engine mm. to make sure that shit ain't <laughs> sounding the wrong way. <laughs> like I gotta get all of that. I stopped you know? doing that because I, I be hearing like. The shit I hear, I be like, that shit don't sound good. But it's just it's working I mean, fine. Honestly, it's working normally. It's nothing you can even do if something did go wrong. Yeah, so you yeah, might as yeah. well try to sleep. But uh, that's just not how it works. I stop. I, I stop re- giving a fuck just because I let I trust the people that's doing their job. Because mm-hmm. if I yeah. didn't, I wouldn't be on this motherfucker. All of that just makes you extra more nervous. Bro, it was one like, time turbulence was fucking me up when we was getting there. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. That shit felt like we was going down. Or not going down, but like we were descending type shit. We've been through so much turbulence at this point. It's just like, why even get yourself riled up? Because he said we were going to fly low so we can make up for time that we lost. Yeah, and that's Mm. another thing. I didn't know that was a thing. The nigga will tell you what's what's going to happen to expect turbulence, to do the... Because they know all of that, I'm not tripping no more. Mm -hmm. Once a motherfucker can warn you or tell you, Oh man, he said also he, he was gonna try to fly between something so we didn't have to avoid. It. How did y'all hear that? Because it's so low on the speaker. I be turning off my yeah, music. I didn't, and I didn't hear oh, shit. And he I can't said that there was at a, the beginning before I was playing anything. Uh, so. Yeah, no, he said there was a storm, and he said, but it's across. It's over the lake, and we're gonna try to like fly in between it to where we don't. Yeah, I didn't hear none of that. Shit. Something like that. aviation is crazy, bro. Yeah. I it was one time, and I forget where we was coming from. Maybe it's coming back from like. Uh, San Diego or some shit, but we never went to San, we San, San Francisco. <laughs> but I was looking at the plane and like I was by like the wing of it, or it's like the little I don't even know, but just probably, I was by the wing of the plane, and then I fell asleep and I woke up and I looked back at the wing of the plane and it was like a piece missing off that bitch, 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Because it was a big, a pretty big piece. And then, like, five minutes later, I just see the piece, like, moving itself back into place. I'm like, oh, hell no. Hey, I'm telling you, aviation is crazy, bro. They definitely had the pieces on the thing that flip up on Oh, the yeah. That always out. happens. Not, it wasn't that. It literally, like, revealed, like, part of, the, like, underneath the plane or something. That's some what shit. the flaps do. Yeah. Open up I don't know what. That shit is shit insane. I, 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 like, still have somewhat of, like, flight anxiety, but it goes away. Um, when I saw it, it was, like, one video of a literal engine blowing out. And the pilot still like landed it I've without before. problem. I was like, "Oh, we gonna be fine." I just, I just, I just don't watch this shit. I don't. Even, I just it's, don't. Watch it's it. one of those things where like I know I shouldn't, but it's yeah. right there. I've seen the one where all the engines went out and they still fly like yes, bro. literally like it was nothing. Yeah. Did y'all just see that video of that dude who stole a plane in Alaska, like Alaska Airlines? I didn't no, watch it. No. That sounds like some I, wild I saw shit. It, though. But I didn't, like, that was recently. Would, no, yeah, it happened. I think a few days ago. I, I saw it, but I'm like, why would I watch this? Why would yeah. I even watch? I'm not. I even always wonder it. how that stuff type, he, type he of stuff happens. Took an air. He took a jet off the um, what is the terminal? Off the terminal. Off the runway. Termac. Yeah. I don't know. The thing that connects where we walk. Oh, through. I thought you meant like he was on the flight and then he went to the pilot and said, Give me this motherfucker. Oh, no. He, he just literally just he, got it. They show him walking through the Like whole security airport. and everything. Oh, and crazy. then he goes and gets the plane. He backs it up. Then he goes and runs into the window, into the door. He closes it and then he flies it around the city. The fuck? And then he crashes it on an island. With him inside or? He, yeah. Did he die? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think I, it was like a suicide mission, but he wanted to have fun. Are you sure that wasn't the old video, though? Because that story sounds hella familiar. Are you sure it wasn't from years ago, I but just it just resurfaced? I just I saw the news. I didn't know he died. I didn't know he flew. I'm I like, just saw I'm like 90% sure I've heard that story before. Because I watched the whole video of him flying. They they had stopped flying all jets. If I'm, no if I'm not mistaken, he was over the in, intercom. They asked him why he did it. He's like, I don't know, type shit. Unless I'm, I'm thinking about I, a different story. No, it probably is that, but I, I don't know. I just saw it. Might it might have just resurfaced. Like TMZ just posted it like yesterday. I don't think it's old. No, I'm not even checking. I'm on my email, but oh, I don't okay. think so. Let me see if it is new. Maybe I, it's a different story. I saw it on TMZ literally yesterday. Uh, where is it? Either way, Vegas, Vegas was 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 solid. I think Texas is going to be better. Drake wins twelve million on roulette. <laughs> like why? You know why? That's like the Aiden Ross thing. Why are we betting a quarter of a million dollars on the regular season? Oh, man? well, Drake is fucking with his betting company, so he just. Oh, uh-huh. I think this time they just released all the footage of what happened. Oh, okay, That's but the story is old. Yeah. But it, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, reveals because he, if I'm not mistaken, he worked for the airline. Yeah, he was a baggage handler and he stole an Alaska Airlines plane. That's crazy. Bro. Yeah. Okay, so I did hear that story before, and he he said they said like he was a normal ass dude. He just had one impulse and he acted on it. It's just weird. I wonder how did he know how to fly a plane as just like a baggage. I, I, I've low-key heard that flying, I've seen those at the, uh, when we were yeah, at. flying planes are easy? That flying planes is not hard at all. Really? That's what I've heard. I don't is have it, any Not that it's not that. hard, but it's just, I feel like a lot of it is already like the computer. I don't want to disrespect pilots, but like, that's what yeah, I've hearing, it's, heard as well. A lot of that shit is already does it, it does it by itself damn near. And it's great, like you see But I also heard it that off. if you change the altitude by just slightly, you end up in a whole different city. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. you got to stay course, like like I was. It's in my book that I'm reading, um, Atomic Habits, and he was saying like for a plane or a pilot, if you change the, I think it's called not the altitude because that's some other shit. But if you change where it's supposed to go, just slightly, it can change the entire course of the destination. Because like, he, the book is talking about staying on your course. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just staying fully in your course. And he was that just saying, shit can like, happen with a car, would it? If, if you, you change, ain't got no road, if you change that shit on a plane, 
just just a tad, you mm-hmm. can end up in Washington instead of New York. Hmm. Yeah. Any other thing from Vegas that's on your mind? Like I said, I ain't sharing no stories. I'm. I ain't, I ain't on no shit because I don't want. I think the damn it. story is very funny. The who? The damn story. Oh you yes, said, Damn. that's a crazy story. I forgot oh, about story. Okay. About the, uh, uh, when we was going to get the, the we're going to get the daiquiris. daiquiris, and you know they always have the street performers of the street models that try to get you to take a picture for them with them for six hundred dollars. It was a guy there. He had nothing but a cowboy hat and damn near g string. Derek saw this man and said, "Damn, you never wear g string. He had on pants. Yeah, pants <laughs> but uh, Derek looked at him and said, "Damn, mm-hmm. like impulsively. It I wasn't said, like, oh, let me make this joke real quick. No, it was like." He locked eyes with bro and said, damn. I said, damn. He built like an action figure. It was, damn. Pause. He built like an action figure. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, damn, he built like an action figure. That's like, this. it's different. You got it, okay. <laughs> I, was like, tone, I didn't know that was your type. Matters. Matters. I didn't know that was your type. <laughs> I didn't have a type. It was just like, he just, he had a dream physique. Mm. Like your personal dream physique? No. I don't know what my so dream who's physique. physique But like, is that it? is like a dream physique. And I understand like, what you're saying. Yeah. That he was, he was definitely built like, Literal model, like a yeah. bodybuilding model. So I understand what you're saying. I don't even know what my dream physique would be. I just want to look nice. Think you look nice now? Fit into my clothes. Think you do that now? <laughs> I was going to say, you got on clothes. Right so, so it works. No, it's I working. put on a lot of weight, so I'm, I'm going to try to lose it again. I think it happens when you get in a relationship. You're not consistent. Hey, hey, that's- yeah, you become complacent. Is that the word yeah. I want to use? With, with everything. You know, love Stop. does that. You stop going to the gym as often because you more spend more time with them. And mm-hmm. eat you start out eating out more, yeah, yeah. So I'm happy that. to do it. Probably out to Texas. Yeah, go no, and get him some sure. some Texas B- BBQ a little bit. See what that Texas food I about. Try some Texas tacos. Has any of us been to Texas? Any of y'all been to Texas? I've never been to no? Texas. All right, so. I just want to try Whataburger. Whataburger, a Whataburger vlog. Uh, nice. Somebody said get oh number. God, get the, told me to get the number five from there. From Whataburger. Whataburger? Mm-hmm. So it, they tend to look good. T- oh, it's T- not like In and Out where it's just burgers. Hey, they got tenders. Oh, um, TCW Clips put out a video of our last episode when we were like planning the Las Vegas trip, and the name of it was like TCW coming up with video ideas that they'll never do. And we went to Vegas with ideas to make videos, but we didn't make any videos. Not, but I, nothing I, to do with us. I want to yeah, I want to preface that that said it wasn't our fault. Uh, we got to Vegas on Thursday morning. Thursday morning, we got to Vegas. We had that day. We had Friday. Um, our producer, the guy that's supposed to be filming, he didn't get in until Saturday night. Right. Which basically gave us one full day to do anything, but we couldn't do anything because there was nothing to do at that point. So we had did all the shopping. We had done everything that we wanted to do in Vegas, and the, the guy that was supposed to – and I'm not blaming this on Omar either. I'm just saying it was just a situation. Yeah. Um Got there with basically 24 hours to do something. What were y'all video ideas? And I'm a hope. Uh, just a bunch of random spitballing ideas. I, I would have loved to done some like, I think, was it y'all too that got interviewed by them people from the Raptors? Mm-hmm. Something like, even if it was just TikTok content, like see somebody with a Donovan Mitchell jersey and we pick, pick up pick up random Utah Jazz players in history. Can you identify this person? You know, mm-hmm. just shit like that. Just anything content related. We didn't do one fucking content. And I'm going to let them know like anything that Anwar did get. Don't put that out unless he gonna make it. Ha- I didn't see that bro hit record at, at all. He's recording some of the damn basketball game. Oh, we were sitting on yeah. the, waiting for the yeah. At there was that's not enough content fourth, for anything. Fourth day of summer league ain't good content. We yeah. done seen players. We done shook hand. Not finna keep saying what up to the same motherfuckers doing yeah. the same thing. <laughs> I think yeah, if he would have been there we for miss Kyrie, Bron, Dame, 
it, it's really a wrap. Just even even if it was just a video of us like meeting people, yeah, having the the Demar Derozan interaction on camera, yeah. Or having the Damian Lillard interaction on camera. If like when y'all were bantering, why you ain't say nothing? That's content. Yeah. But yeah. none of it happened because we didn't have the, and the and video. And he was there. there, we was all ready to go home. Yeah, and it was nobody even at the arena. Like that was yeah, the most was dead dry. summer league. But day, yeah, so. definitely seeing us hit the floor for the first time, realize that we can go to the floor would have been really, really yeah. good. All the fans we met to have that on Facts. camera. Now that was really yeah, that would have been a big one. We weren't even able to get the, the Gucci purchases. Not and not that maybe Gucci probably wouldn't have allowed him. Probably not. But even if he could have snuck and. Mm-hmm. With the phone filmed yeah, a little bit, so I feel like you get around that. all of that shit, especially if you're spending the money gambling. that we spent. Me and yeah. me and D Mills was really, really gambling at the table. I feel like something we could have did that's not we bad. fucked on people up on that first day too. <laughs> something we could have did that's really fun is ride the Lambos and the Ferraris and all that. We could have done a lot of shit on Hoh's dime, but the la- the the Lambo and shit takes so much time that summer league. It's hard to do that because yeah, there's no. so much time. We would have to cut out a few hours to yeah. go there and do it. And I don't, I, to be honest, I don't even want to be responsible for that. <laughs> on me, and you I don't want to go hit on that a, curve. I don't want to go oh, on, no, on bro. and I don't want to go on, on track and drive it. Like if I'm a hat of shit, I'm finna drive that bitch <laughs> to Caesars, but I'm not finna be on on track just driving. Yeah. Fuck that, I want. And then like they teach you how to drive stick. Like there's somebody in there with you. And Listen, they t- I would, I want to learn how to drive stick one day. So yeah, they, and cool. he tell you, oh, downshift, upshift, make. Go turn this way, and it's a very. It's, I, I want to put would've... niggas in one and have them drive around and see all the groupies try to talk to you when they want to talk to you. When you got the Uber, <laughs> take a Uber back, somewhere back then. Back then, they ain't back then. Oh, oh, okay, then. okay. That's cool. a video. Take a Uber to a location. See how many motherfuckers fuck with you. Then go to the same place. Redo the whole trip. Instead, you driving a fucking Rolls Royce and see how many people fuck with you. That shit's so fucking lame. Hey, bro, imagine you come back to your shit and somebody taking pictures in front of your shit. Like, that's yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing TikToks where people, they be trying to fake this my shit. My grandma did that in my car. I'm dead. Took pictures with her. That's cute, though. Look at my grandbaby car. That's not what her caption said. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that that and I say nothing about no grandbaby car. Said, I'm outside. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate y'all watching and listening to this episode of Through the Wire Pod. Uh, like we mentioned in the beginning, there will not be an episode this Saturday, but we will be back on Tuesday and we'll be back to our normal schedule. Um, so we'll Is see Omar y'all then. coming with us? I, time for that one. I know he's going. Let's figure it out. Because if he is, we can hopefully get y'all some DreamCon. You better come content. on. 100%. DreamCon is legitimately content. Yeah. There's no work involved for us. But, so it's like meeting people and just having fun. But we don't know if he's going to get that Thursday. If he gets that, bro. If he got that, <laughs> he Saturday, that Saturday, tell his bro. ass don't go, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we literally yes. leave him Sunday morning. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see y'all. Peace.